Hello everybody, welcome to the stream. Do you know the best thing about this group right here is that they're always in the right place and I always forget where you are in your positions and yet you all put yourselves in the right place every week and it's my favorite thing um, by a huge amount. Uh, it's a weird thing to be the favorite thing, but it is my favorite thing and I appreciate you for it because my brain doesn't work. Welcome to the beginning of this stream. It's uh, Table Stories Dying Order, featuring me and these guys. Last week, they were in the middle of a fight at the, um, they were, well, they were at the beginning of a fight uh, when we ended the session. So we're gonna jump straight in. I'm gonna remind you guys a little bit of what happened. You ended up um, leaving the, uh, the door that was Ellie's door with the um, death kind of domain beyond it. You escaped, even though you were in this kind of place that Ellie figured out was not really necessarily necessarily Merkel's domain anymore and was in fact just kind of a space between um, boundaries. Not really plane that existed anywhere. It was just a place between. Um, as you were leaving, there were lots of symbol creatures. The things that Ahi keeps sending after you was chasing you at one point. There was a hound that appeared um, and helped you guys out. That ended up being Suna's new kind of shadow companion. Um, Ellie figured out that there is no door that can that can stop her to a degree. And uh, you managed to break through. You got back to your boundary. Um, you were gearing up to go through Bo's door um, when Buns ended up flying through the other door. It was Aura's door. And so Aura chased after Buns. You guys chased after Aura and you ended up instead in a different place you went into this kind of room that had a bunch of different colored walls um, and some scrolls buns was in there and fine you picked up the scrolls and you figured out that this puzzle was uh, to do with different seasons and um, once you worked out what that puzzle was you were each immediately whisked up into the air we have some fan art that shows you what that looks like by lucifer it's awesome um there it is oh, on the screen you guys being whisked into the sky, much like Aura was at the beginning of the campaign. There's a um, wallpaper version in our Discord. Yes. By the way. You can get on the Discord. Uh, you can, I think we retweeted it on Twitter, but we, well, we should. And uh, I'll do it right now. Do it. And uh, yeah, there's a, a, a you, you can see the at, the Twitter at on the screen, Lucifer. Spell L-O-O-H. Uh, something, something, something. Other letters. I can't read what it says because my OBS is too small. Um, so sorry, audio listeners, I will link it in the, the things. Um, anyway, you guys were whisked up into the air. All of a sudden, there was a, a voice that spoke to you, a, a booming loud Whoa. voice. Oh, There's one from Jack, too. Jack Lack did one, too. Oh, Holy my. shit. Really awesome. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm going to load that on, one up, I'm too. Into, yeah, do you see it? 
No, nope, do you need but it? I'm going to load it up. Okay. I can find it. I'm guessing it's in the fan art on the Discord. Um, I don't think it is. It, well, oh, okay, it, might, it. it might be, but it was uh, it is. tweeted. It is. Yeah, it it was, yeah. All right. Um, so I'll load that up. You guys were whisked into the Holy air by shit. a creature that was known as um, Shondacol, um, which is uh, a god of wind and uh, and force. Um, the uh, creature kind of revealed itself to have been um, a mount in a past cycle to uh, to a greater god, um, and that was uh, they were going to be bringing you to the different. Um, areas that are available to um, to you guys here. Um, he mentioned that he was going to drop you off at Spring um, and uh, took you to this kind of... Wow, that is cool. Let me load it up for everyone to see. They look like they go together. It's so... I mean, they're doing uh, yeah. the same scene night almost, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, here we go. Now, this one is by Jack Lack, our resident drawing bard that we still don't know what that word is yeah i, I guess just the <laughs> art, artist a, a or painter or a drawing bard shall be what it shall be wow that's so much bigger than i thought it was gonna be everyone there you go <laughs> um that is it let me try and get it on the screen nicely there we go that's gonna have to do um now this is jack lack's art of the same uh same thing um so cool. Very cool. And uh, yeah, the fan art for this one is in the Discord as well. Um, I think you're Jack Lack, J A C L A C C. No, Jack Lack. Never mind. Jack it Lack. is the Twitter is J A C K L A C five, and then Lucifer's is L E. O O H C I F E R. Bing. There you go. Awesome. Um, yeah, there, there it is on the screen. Uh, each of you being whisked up by this creature that um, resembled a kind of giant goose, which really upset Bo, and uh, had the had like a, a glowing heart, much like a robin, um, which I'm sure that you've um, never never seen before in this campaign um dropped you off at this location that was kind of just a muddied um land no um flora no fauna really um just kind of mud um and and huge lakes and oceans um he dropped you off and said to defend the sapling um and then flew away and said he would come back when the sapling grew as you guys were dropped off, um, you found this sapling. It also had a little fuchsia plant next to it growing kind of out of the, the sapling. Um, and that's when these creatures that um, Aura recognized as um, briar children were coming after you. Small little um, thorny creatures, n no bigger than, than, a, than a closed fist. Um, odd looking and mostly kind of... Um, known as a as a pest in alexandria at least um small little fey creatures um however uh here they had a a an almost murderous intent to come after the sapling and uh you were each essentially tasked with um keeping the sapling alive 
we're going to jump back in where we left off. Thanks for the art. But I need a map. There it is. So, um, we did one round of combat. You uh, each kind of got into some stuff. Now, if my memory serves correctly, the little, the, the four of you chose to take on um, a group, a pair of these things each. There were four pairs of these things. Aura mentioned that they work in pairs and they're a lot stronger when they're, ab they're able to cast magic, but only in the pairs. Um, Suna said that you should each take a pair to deal with each. The two that came after Suna cast a very similar spell to the one that Aura uses with all the thorns coming up underneath her, but she didn't get caught up in them. Um, she did a kind of huge great lightning bolt, which um, uh, badly damaged the two that were coming for her. I need to rejoin as a player. And um, the uh, two that... Um, Ellie was uh, dropped in the water. She landed in a kind of small lake, little tiny pond. I don't know, it was the deep, but, but small looking kind of body of water. And she um, uh, began to attack the two that were on the uh, other side of her. Um, she was lifted up into the air by Suna um, and she began firing Eldritch blasts towards the creatures. Um, Bo took on these two down here. Uh, can't remember what you did. I think you were casting Bardic Inspirations on people. And uh, do they have any damage? Yes, you did some damage, but I can't remember what you cast. Ray of Frost, I think, maybe. Um, Someone. Yes. And then Aura cast a, a, an entangled spell of her own. Vines and, and twisting things. Uh, lifting up out of the ground, trying to trying to wrap around the feet of these uh, little briar children, slowing them down because it makes the area difficult to rain. Um, then we came to the top of the round. These creatures seem to be aiming for the sapling in the center. Um, we know that the sapling only has 15 HP mechanically, uh, but they do seem to be distracted by you when you're attacking them. They they seem to be kind of split on whether they should attack you or the sapling while they're under attack. Um, and at the top of the round, starting us off, is young Suna. What do you want to do? Uh, well, first thing, I think uh, we see Ellie will now float, start floating down to the ground. Um, and I cast slow on all six of these briar children. Slow. Yes should really just commit this to memory, but let's find out. Would you like me to read it? Uh, yeah, or ding it in the chat as well. Sure, I'll do both. Uh, you alter time around up to six creatures of your choice in a 40-foot cube within range. Each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be affected by the spell for the duration. All right, I'm going to go clockwise and I'm going to roll yeah, them while yep. you speak. Right. Uh, an affected target speed is halved. It takes a minus two penalty to armor class and dexterity saving throws, and it cannot use reactions. On its turn, it can either use an action or a bonus action, but not both. 
and then there's some more bullshit. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it cannot make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If the creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, you must roll a d20. On an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and the creature must use its action on that turn to complete the spell. If it cannot, the spell is wasted. A creature affected by this spell can make another wisdom saving throw at the end of its next turn. On a successful save, the effect ends for it. I have a feeling they all failed. What's the spell save? Uh, 17. Yep. Also Great. 17? They, what the that f- is correct. All right. Um, nothing's ever going to beat your spell save ever again. Um, Never again. All failed. All slowed. Wonderful. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah, these things are running forward, clicking in that kind of strange prior click speech pattern that they use. Um, these very small little creatures running, trying to get through these thorns that Aura brings up, trying to um, uh, begin to cast a spell on Bo, pointing and clicking towards where Ellie is um, and recovering from the lightning strike from Suuna when suddenly all of them slow down in their movements. They become a little disoriented looking around for uh, for uh, what has caused this thing to happen to them, aware that they've been slowed, now affected by the thing, each of them minus two to their AC and, um, and slowed down with all of the things that they now can't do. So, Suuna the demigod, that's your action. Uh, right, and then for my bonus action, I summon Toby. Okay. My hound. Yeah, let's see. Where do you want him? You should have control over him. this token, actually. Do you want to check? Uh, sure. Yep, I do. I do. All, All right. right. I would like to... Let me just double check. 120 feet. All right. Well, now we're talking. Where's Bo? All right. There we go. All right. I summon him right next to Bo. Well, right next to this briar child beside oh, Bo to my, help. My nice talking. <laughs> <laughs> he is not growling at you, Bo. He's growling at this briar child. Oh, really? Um, yes. How does and he appear? He will. How? Yeah. It's like, not there, I... but yeah, what? Yeah, I like to think that he comes up from the ground, billowing smoke, and then it kind of forms. And then you maybe hear him growling and snarling first before, before you see him. Nice. Um, and he can attack, I suppose. Let me just look. Uh, I don't know when his turn hops in here. Roll I don't know how that works. Initiative for it, I think. Ah, all right. Um, so we can do that. Oh, I should have clicked the token first, huh? It's okay. Holy then. shit, Toby! Nineteen. Nice. All right. Nice. Toby all has right. his own turn. Um, right. okay. And then, do you so- want to move at all? Uh, I I do not move, but I was gifted uh, an accelerate, so I have a second turn. Oh yes, um, yeah, you do. Right. So I I would like to um. I would like to move actually, and I know it's going to hurt me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, um, no, this is slightly different to Aura's spell. It's just difficult oh, okay. terrain, so you have half movement. Oh, wonderful! So um, I will. Right, I will um. Then I will move here, and then at the start of my next turn, when I'm out of it, uh, I will go ahead and move. Uh, let's do the math here properly. Yep. 
So all the way here. Can I move my square? There we go. So I move all the way up here. Uh, also, um, which of... Uh, uh, this is uh, Toby's target, which is important. This briar child that he's right next to. I think he disappears when it dies. Okay. Um, all right, I, I move over here and then I will um, use a lightning lure. I, I cast another spell on this briar child right here. Okay. Uh, right in front of me. Uh, let me see, where the hell is my sheet? Strength save, coming in. Wow, this is going to be really good. Wow, it is really good. It is really good. Considering they have a six strength. <laughs> uh, wow. Still doesn't beat my... Still doesn't beat my spell uh, 17, so... Does not. Come towards so still me, pulled 10 feet yep, towards 10 you. feet towards me, separating the two of them. Yep. There, there we go. And That's takes right. damage. Uh, no, not unless it's within five feet of me, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's not. All right. And then um, I would like to uh, use my bonus action to accelerate Ellie, who is next in line, giving her two rounds for her next turn. And then I will end my turn. All right. God damn. Sorry. Late game. Well, we're in mid mid game. <gasps> early mid game casters. Okay. So, Suna does all that stuff. Um, Ellie, you begin slowly falling back down towards the water, I think, is what happens. You're gently lowered to the water, but you don't fall out of the air all of a sudden. But you do realize that this spell that was levitating you out of the water has now ended as you begin to descend. How does that work? Do you, do you Does that happen instantly? On the uh, yes, and she, she floats safely to the ground, or safely to wherever. Okay. Um, so probably during that turn, you've you floated down safely, and you are probably on the ground by the time uh, I finished. Yeah. Ground being water, the water, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like Sorry. Five Which feet halves, halves my movements be right? While you're in the water, it's difficult terrain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can move to uh, the bank, I guess. Yep. You can just about get so, out of the bank. And just yeah. I'm gonna along. I'm gonna move to the bank first. Um. Okay, so the way uh, Accelerate works is an extra action. Yes. You get an extra... Yes. Okay. That's basically it. Uh, yeah. Thinking of what I do... I think I'm going to first uh, cast Hex on the guy that is that I hit over here. Uh, so yep. Right about there, I'm going to cast Hex on him or it and then uh i'm going to i think i'm gonna hit with eldritch blast and then go into stealth so that way i can begin the turn that way next time all right so, now hex i think you have to do some funky stuff then you have to pick uh, a thing yeah, what, uh, well, let me put it let me see if i can put it i can never find this spell. go to my spells how do i place it like that uh, no, you should not do just it. be able to click the, uh, the writing. Red uh, writing. Like, it will highlight okay. red. Yeah, okay. Cast at level two, right? And oh, then... I was trying to cast it. Yeah, oh, there we go. 
Alright. It's a concentration up to an hour. Uh, um, yeah. It's actually a bonus action. So, that's yeah, what Yeah, so you still have two actions. Can um, I use it as an action or no? No. Just, okay. It just is what it is. Um, okay. You can undo if you need, if you want to keep your bonus action and not do this. No. I can stealth on an action though, right? Yes. Okay. You uh, place it places it. a curse on a creature within range, and until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target uh, that you hit with an attack. Also, choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with chosen ability. If the target drops to zero hit points before this spell ends, you can uh, use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours uh, to curse a new creature. Huh. Remove curse cast on the target ends the spell early. All right. Um, okay. So you have to pick uh, strength, dex, con, in whiz, or charisma for it to be um, to have disadvantage on ability checks. With I'm gonna choose strength. Okay. So. And then uh, I don't think that was well. Whatever. Um, First action, Eldritch Blast. Wait, I'm thinking about that. Okay. <laughs> it's probably too late to take it back, isn't it? I didn't think about that. What were the... It was... Sorry. I'm tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Okay, you're so only saying choose, half sentences saving, as well. I know, I know. I'm thinking in my head. So yeah. I had to choose between the saving throws, right? Uh, it's Yeah, well, it will affect the saving uh, throws or any other ability checks it makes. So strength is I a decent one for them not to be caught in the thing. Um, oh. Int, mm, are you trying to make it so that they can't find you? No, I'm trying to make it... I want to do something that would help the casters. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. is usually okay. the best yeah. one, yeah. Okay, So sorry. if they fail... No, that's all right. If they fail their wisdom, they're stuck in the slow. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Yes, that's that's the one. Yeah, that's so, sorry, I didn't know which one. No, that's yeah, all right. That's so very, yeah, very I, I would smart. choose wisdom then to keep them stuck in the slow. So okay, thank you for that, Ellie. An amazing spell. So, and then I'm gonna use Eldritch Blast on the one that I targeted already yep. that is missing health. Yep. And so, get two. That's twelve. It's a hit. And that's a crit. And that's definitely a hit. Yeah, give me all the damage. Uh. I'm guessing he's going to die. <laughs> so, uh, I accidentally um, pressed it twice. So, two blasts come out. Um, uh, what's the second one? Is that 10? Uh, it's 9 and, and then 19. Okay, just checking. Um, and then plus, uh, if he's not dead already, plus all the extra damage, like adding my charisma modifier and all that. So, 9 and then so 19. Adding- wow, it's amazing. But okay, so it's 19 plus 9 plus 12. What, you, what's the 12 for? And then for? 1d6 necrotic damage. Where's the 12? Uh, adding my... Uh, oh, wait, I think that's only... On, okay, so it's a plus 6 uh, for the Eldritch Agonizing Blast. That's in there. Okay. Oh, that's, I keep that's, forgetting. Yeah, yeah that's I in the for, thing. I keep forgetting that. Give me and the no, d6 no, necrotic yeah. damage. 1d6... I keep forgetting you had that. Five. That's what kills it. It had four HP left. Uh, wow. What does it look it really like? Is. This is the first one to get wiped out by this thing. What, what do we see? Could you imagine if we end the fight in this round and you had canceled, you know, you'd ended the stream in the middle of it? Anyway, that'd be <laughs> I'd laugh. I think, I think it's nothing 
flashy. Uh, I do think it just like explodes into like purple, just purple, uh, a sort of purple fire of sorts. Mm. I don't know, an aura. But yeah, a then... purple fire, you say? Uh, yeah, okay. I like purple fire. Yeah, you so do in, we? Um, should have been in the last campaign. This was all about purple fire. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and it and like yeah, there's, it's just all these blasts coming in. This thing is kind of trying to navigate through the um, through the the thorns and stuff that Aura had produced. When it turns and all of this damage comes in, all these magical blasts hit the ground where it is. It kind of does one of those anime things where it just creates a load of damage, and then what's left behind is nothing. Um, and then uh, you actually still have another action. Uh, I think I. I think I'm going to use this one to go into stealth so I can get advantage on my turns. So, so give I me the on. stealth roll, yeah. Twenty. Damn, no point in me rolling. I don't think. Okay. Mm, that's the end of your turn, which brings us to Bo. Uh, over in the corner, there is a, a sort of dog the shadowy hound thing yep. that manifests nearby you have seen Ooh. it before i think Suna yes. did tell everyone that it was quote unquote friendly um yep. and his name is toby and yeah it, yes. it glances at you but it immediately focuses i think on the small little um briar child in front of you the one that you've already hit with the uh the frost um, spell and I think is is slightly slowed because of it so it's probably still got bits of frost on him right. it looks like this hound is probably gonna bear down on it in a second yep, what do ready you to do? jump yeah. all right let's get snappy I start snapping my fingers away and uh, I start conducting a little bit of electricity in my hands something something new um, and uh, I'm holding my uh, hands like uh, little guns and I start to cast thunder wave on the two brayer children in front of me all right. I think Thunder Wave is a thing that casts from you. Let me double yes. check. I think it does like a. I think it's a. Um, see, yeah. So you cast it on yourself, and there's a 15 yes. foot cube that goes out from you. Oh. Do you see what is I mean? So? It's it's kind of okay. like a uh, get the fuck off me move, <laughs> you know? Oh, like it's that's one of really. Those. It's like a shout. You're going to push them back? Right, yeah. Yes, I, I, I do intend Ooh. to push them back regardless. Is that so possible? It will still Ten hit feet? them, yes, but okay, it will right. also hit the dog. <gasps> well, what if she just angles it? it what? Yeah, she can't. What if... It's a 15-foot no! cube that will oh. hit everything oh. here. <laughs> it oh, just, it oh, just oh, it, everything it, around. Yeah, yeah it will just slam God. everything here. Um, oh, God. I don't know if you know, Bo, and I, tr- I trust you. Yeah. Um, Up to you. I, 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 okay. Oh God. Okay, that probably changes everything. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to attack Toby. Um. Okay. Um. I. I will. Um. Zoop, take it back. Um. <laughs> and all the electricity comes back into my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you like begin to cast it, and then the dog appears, and you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like the sad eyes and I'm just like, ooh, okay, oh, nope. Um controls it. Alright, I'm gonna cast um Ray of Frost and sit on the other one. Okay. Yes. And uh well. damage and I can still do another roll because ice damage deals an extra one D six. That yes. is uh correct, yes. 
So give me all the damage. Nice. Yeah, so that's 15 in total to the other one. It also slows the other one down. I think I just moved it by accident, but it um both of them are actually slowed a little bit as well um just so you know what the other effect of this spell does it will reduce mm -hmm. their movement by 10 feet i think for one round oh uh, nice okay so the start of and your next their time. movement's already reduced so you've done a very good thing there yes okay um i guess uh i'll also just cast uh bardic inspiration on ellie lowering my glasses just a little bit um and giving her a little wink uh there's little sparkles that that come out and uh, i guess they go flying towards her direction and uh they they tap her softly and she feels that instant buff you hear a thank you <laughs> welcome every scene that is ellie or Bo focused is an anime and every scene that is the other two is like whatever else you want it to be. Um, 100%. Two different types of anime. I feel like um, Bo is like if we got a Master Roshi anime and Ellie is basically... I don't know, basically... I watched One Punch Man again and there's this one guy that's always like fabulous in it and whatnot. And, <laughs> yeah. and there's always that like one character that's super fabulous. That's Bo. I love it. That's in the Bo. Series. And you're yeah. straight out of like Tokyo Ghoul or something. Yeah, pretty um, much. That is, uh, yeah, you still have movement, Bo, if you want to move. Ooh, um, ooh. I think you might it's, see, yeah, uh, to Toby will look at you ooh. and then look back at the Briar child. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a good boy and stay with Toby. All right, Toby's turn. Yeah. Uh, Toby will attack this Briar child, and it has advantage because yes. Bo is standing beside him. Bo is not standing beside him, but well, I mean, let he's... Bo move over, or does he have to just be close? I think he just has to be close. Let me just check and see how many feet he has to be. If ever I could still use my action and move just a little closer to Toby. It's within five feet, so you'd have to nudge over one more square. You can do that if you want, yeah. Because I'm so a then, nice uh, person. Yeah, he will then attack. Alright, give me the, uh... Uh, the attacker. 25 25 crit on the first true attack from Toby that doesn't in, doesn't count Damn. the the, uh, the cutscene version of Toby that we saw that's, that's right give um, me uh, the damage does it does it auto do it or do I have to click on the word no. attack in the thing in the, the, the yeah bless yeah, yeah. you 8 plus 5 and uh, it's not dead, but it has to make a strength save. Does it have disadvantage on this? No, uh, slow doesn't. No, because right, it it um, needs to do uh, DC thirteen, or it will be knocked prone. Oh, there we go, fifteen. Yep. So it's all right then. Right. So uh, let's see. So you did uh, thirteen damage, <laughs> and uh, you it Toby probably bites at this thing probably does bite it and then the thing kind of it's not really like a person right it's not made of flesh it doesn't have any blood the teeth on toby bite into this thing um and then let's go and it would be like biting into like a a, a wicker doll or something like that um as he bites into the thing toy see it yeah he kind of shakes it a toy. little and lets it go and it <laughs> runs doing that, around like, and, thing where he's like <laughs> yeah shaking it about and yeah. then and then yeah the, the creature hits the ground it looks kind of messed up and 
and uh, and and split and torn, but it's still like you know, for all intents and purposes, alive, moving around um, and not prone. It kind of now seems to be very focused on on uh, on Toby and not on the sapling, which is a good thing in a way. Um, does Toby do anything else? Nope. But if if it moves, then it will. Okay. Now, all the Briar children are going to do stuff if they can. So they only have one action, is that correct? And that's it. That is correct. And, like, barely any their, movement. Their if we movement start with is the ones half. right here. Yeah, which we should probably do or we'll forget. Um, well, the, one of these isn't moving. The other one has only... So does oh, slow reduce their movement by how a, much? It Don't forget, they have a minus two penalty on their armor class right now as yes, well. Yes, they do. You've right, already okay. been hitting because of it. I just wanted to make sure because I totally forgot. Someone um, hit because of it. Yeah, so it can make either an action or a bonus action, but not both. And regardless of any abilities or magical items, it cannot make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. And if it tries to cast a spell, it has to roll a one uh, d20 on an 11 or higher. It won't take effect till the next turn, and the entire turn must be used completing the spell. Does it, it reduce cannot, its movement by how much? Half. Okay, so one of them is stuck. The one here at the bottom, the furthest away, it can't move. Uh, Reduced by the frost and the slow. The one which is closest to Toby is going to claw at it with a tiny claw. On a 23, that's going to be a hit, I assume. Four damage. That's right. So you can click on his uh, token and you can type, you can click in the green bubble and just type minus four and it'll do the math. All right. All right. The uh, other one is going... It doesn't let me... Sorry, it doesn't let me select his token at all, which is super weird because... Oh, never mind. I was on the wrong goddamn thing. My bad. Okay. Yeah, you should have full control over it. Wait, I'm sorry. You said it does the math for you? Yeah, if you what click you on... Do? So I'll show you on the stream if I can. No, I can't. Yes, please, because uh, this you, is new to me. Yeah, you have to... Um, I'll show you on Bo's token... If you're watching the stream, yes, you just I do am. minus four to his 61 and it does it there. And you can do uh, plus four and it adds it back in. So you can do that on the token for Toby and it just is so <gasps> much easier. That's so wonderful. <laughs> it's the best thing Thank ever. You. Roll 20. Good job. Um, so, yeah, a little nothing. Like, I think probably during the time that he's biting at this thing, it just kind of l- reaches out and scratches at Toby. A little, like, nothing. A whisper of smoke probably falls from uh, the side of his face. The other one spits a dart out from its mouth towards Bo. And uh, that's on a 12, which I'm guessing is a miss. Is a miss. It's a miss. Woo! Oh, uh, I clicked attack anyway because I'm dumb. Ignore that. Um, the one which, uh, just had its partner, um, murdered by Ellie, um, <laughs> looks, you, you see it click, um, a few times looking around for where Ellie is. Doesn't see Ellie at all, but does see Aura. Um, however, these, if I remember, don't know that they're, well, they're, they, they're, probably aware but not seem to be super aware it's going to run towards where you are or because it assumes that you killed its its partner um but i think that means it takes damage on how far it moves now it moved 15 feet so that's three times whatever your spell does i want to say it's a d4 but i can't remember yeah let me see how i put it 
spike 2d4. growth, uh, 2d4. When a creature moves okay. into oh, or within the area, it takes 2d4 damage every five feet, so you can roll me 6d4. Okay. 18. Oh. Ouch. 18. Damage to this thing. So it's just running, and even though it's made of thorns, it is still being harmed by the thorns. As it's running through, you can see the, the thorns on these moving vines that it's jumping and, and avoiding are still cutting at it and, and breaking its kind of little wicker parts and thorns of its own are falling off of it as it rushes towards you wild um, it's still going to attempt to scratch you wait no it is um, actually yes it is you know what it is I don't care here we go 23 I'm assuming is a hit on aura uh, let me double yeah a little scratch. Wow. Nine piercing damage. As the This thing probably just leaps off of these thorns. It's all bits of falling off of it and it lands on you and it doesn't really do anything other than that, but that's horrible enough because it's just a, a fist-sized dole of spikes that just land on your shoulder and just, that's it. It sticks to you and it's awful like being hit by a uh, little thorny uh, doll. And um. uh, lots of little tiny little spikes. I'd like to use my Hellish Rebuke. Ooh. You may do that, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like that thing where, like, it's it, it hits me, and it my blood boils a little bit, and it's just a natural reaction. So I do it le level two, correct? Correct. Okay. Oh. So it's a dex save from the creature. It's a fail, oh. barely. So you deal, uh, what is that, 15 damage to it. Um, doesn't kill it, but fucks it up. What does it look like? Do you just immolate? Like, Because <laughs> it's it, on you, it, right? <laughs> yeah. Essentially, this time around, my veins turn that like lava kind of color, and then I burst into flames, and he also then, I fade back to myself, but he's just on fire on me. Yeah. And he very much is on fire. The little thing is clicking and screeching in your ear right next to you. The fire burning it, but not burning you. As, uh, yeah, it's pretty messed up. It's got that, like, um, screaming wood when when there's a bug or something in it. And it's just like, <laughs> sorry. That's exactly the noise, yes. Clip it. And we will use it for the noise of all creatures that take damage from now on on the show. The other two... Um, which were originally the ones that Aura was aiming for, are going to run towards the sapling. Now, they're going to take damage as well. They can only move 10 feet. And that was the mistake I made last turn, but, ah, uh, whoopsie. Yep. It happened. So, they can only move to here. Then, uh, that's it. That's all they can do, because they can't... Wait, they can. They can do an action, right? They've got movement and yes. action still, so they get one action. Okay. Yep is what they're going to do. They're going to get to there. They're going to take some damage. So they need to take... Can you roll me um, 4d4 twice? It's scary. And very precariously close. 7 and 11. 7 11. Uh, first one takes 7 damage. The lower one there takes 11 damage as they start running through and then both of them are going to spit these darts towards the sapling in the center um ding and ding both hits the sapling has an ac of 13 by the way just so you're aware 
Um, and it doesn't have any of the funky stuff. There's like a natural armor thing that sometimes things get. Uh, the first one is going to damage it for five piercing damage. The second one is going to damage it for nine piercing damage. It is on one HP. Uh, uh-huh. It does 14 damage in total. It's on one HP. It can be healed by you guys. These things running through the thorns here are like getting all messed up. The the vines of Aura's spell are grabbing at them and, and uh, trying to stop them and, and, and harm them, and it does. But they still spit these, these thorns out. You see them fired towards this tiny little sapling, which even in the maybe 12 seconds since you've landed from Shondacold to the ground here, um, you can see that it's grown a little bit, and then these two thorns hit it. Um, you see the sapling wilt a little bit. The fuchsia flower on the side kind of shakes a little, and uh, that brings us to your turn, Aura. Okay, so the briar child is still attached to me? Yeah, technically, it... yeah. You can move away from it. Okay, I'm gonna like grab it and throw it on the ground, and then. Um... Yep. I'm going to run over to the sapling. And I'm going to use Cure Wounds on it. Actually, no. Mm, yeah, Cure Wounds. Okay, you would technically be here. Okay. The so. sapling isn't in a... Actually, no, you're right. You, you would be here. It's right there. You're fine. You're good. Never mind. Don't mind me. Okay. Um, so good. Two weeks since I made this. <laughs> So can I uh, just, do I just roll cure, cure Wounds for it? Yes. Okay. Does it matter what level? I'm sorry. Um, well, it's up to you. Um, the, okay. the spell slots you have um, available at first and second level are just that. So if you want, it's a first level spell. You can cast it at higher levels and use consume that spell slot. So it's okay. pretty I... much up to you. I'm going to do level one. Five. Five. Roll it again. Okay. Three. Three. Uh, yes. You do eight healing to it. Okay. I mean, it up to nine in total. And uh, how does it look? And it, it literally nourishes it back to life, like magically, like a Disney kind of bringing a flower back to life situation here is what it looks like as if it, it is uh, nourished again. Whoops. I, I feel like it's wilted over and you know when the leaves just look wrinkly and it looks dead. I, I touch one of the, the leaves and my like a literal green thumb starts to glow and it just starts to perk up like after you've just watered it and it's it's not 100% but it's standing up taller and it's looking more vibrant again yeah you can you can sense that um, that this uh, creature let me see what you can sense about this creature um, first of all you can sense that your healing magic is extremely effective against it uh, or to, to, on it um, if you feel like, uh, yeah, it's just extremely effective when you cast this spell. Um, it seems to have, have nourished it and healed it for more than you would have expected or more than you're used to being able to, um, tell. Um, 
roll uh, roll a an intelligence or a wisdom check, I guess. Just roll one of them for me. Intelligence or wisdom. Yeah. Both the same for me, so. Did I do it? There's six. Six. Six intelligence. Um, much like me in real life, you have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Okay. <laughs> um, but you can tell that your 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 healing magic is hyper effective against this thing um, or with this thing. Uh, that is your action. You still have a bonus action. Left. I would like to use. Okay, so really quick, this patch of stuff with the thorns is this. Remind me again what happens with the one over here. Mm, which one? Sorry, you like I have me? my big thorn patch and then there's another patch over here. Yeah, this one is your one. This one was cast by the two prior children that are oh. uh, over by Asuna. Okay. This I'm going to use the left. small portal. I'm going to use my portal gun. Mm-hmm. And... Do I know how far their darts can go? Like, did I see and get a good idea of how far their darts can travel? You feel like they don't go far. Okay. I'd like to use my portal to see if it's possible to transport these two prior children back here, back to the back of my... Uh, it very much is, yes. Um... Okay. Click the speech bubble for me so I can double check, but I think they make strength saves. Okay, and I'd also, if I can do this, I want to put them in the water. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, as an action, you create linked teleportation portals that remain open. You choose two points in the ground that you can see between 10 feet, and I think you need to move a little closer. You'd have to move to here. You still have okay, the movement uh, for You can do that, but just so you know, that's where you would be. Um, okay. 10 feet in diameter opens uh, over each point. A creature object entering the portal exits from the other side. Yeah, any creature that's hostile to you makes a dex save against your spell save DC to avoid falling in. So, two dex saves. One, first one for the top one. And second one. Wow, they probably both make it, I'm guessing. What's your spell save DC? 11. <laughs> um, I recall making this, the ranger with you and we, we had to make a choice. Would she be a caster or would she be swinging a big sword? And mm. yeah, so you were never going to be the most powerful caster in the world. But you uh, create this thing, this portal underneath them where you do your, your thing. What does it look like? You, you... It's like a little ball of light slowly grows from my hand and it ripples out like water and it creates like a circle yeah. that starts heading towards them but it hits them and somehow it just ripples away like it looks like the or like the space in front of them maybe the thorns are protecting them from falling in yeah, something, I think they, something um, stopped it. Yeah, I mean, they, they do a deck save, which essentially means that they kind of jump out of the way, I think. Um, this thing doesn't last too long, so it kind of comes down. They, um, You see these things, they, they're they slowed. Their reaction time isn't um, amazing, but this thing, you're un, maybe unsure of how to use it, and they kind of swing around a couple of these thorns, using them to jump out of the way of it as it sits on a point, a point 
they uh, they avoid being pulled in and they avoid falling into this thing. You see the opening appear above the water on the other side, but these guys are not dragged into it. You probably do see some stuff fall in, like bits of thorns and stuff that suddenly pop out at the other end of it, but these two manage just to uh, avoid this thing. And... <laughs> that's the end of your turn. Technically, you did two actions there as well. But I'm allow it. Okay. Uh, yeah. You still consumed a once a day thing. You have to do another. You have to do a short rest to get that back. Mm-hmm. Brings us to Suna. What do you want to do? Um. Maybe potentially make the worst decision of my life. I don't know. I've got one left, so let's hope the slow stays on. Um, I'm going to cast lightning bolt. And I'm going to cast it on this little prick right here. The second one, which should hit the first one because it goes in a straight line from me to the creature I'm attacking. So I think it would hit them both. Oh, you're doing lightning bolt. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, what's the save? Dex. Yes, let's just see. Dexterity, that's right. All right, top and then bottom. 9, 14, Oof. two fails. They failed. Yeah. Yes, that's right, yes. All right, give me the damage and uh, I think that's it. Jesus. Uh, 38. 38 in total? Each. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Unless you want me to roll a second time for the next one. Nope, it's just it's one, technically, I think. Technically, all right. Um... And, uh, yeah, so the um, lightning bolt goes off. It fires across this kind of muddy landscape. It hits some of these vines that are being created by Aura's spell, and the, the, some of them, like, kind of ignite. You see these two creatures jump out of the way of this portal that opens up. The lightning bolt hits both of them completely Can unaware. say I took that up? I saw Aura do that, saw them jump, and that's why I did it. Yeah. Lightning bolt probably goes in the portal and comes out the other end at like a weird angle as well in the background. Um, The portal closes off. I can't remember what I said the rules are on the portal, but I think the rule is that it ends at the end of your turn or a current turn, like it happens. It's an action and it's an instant thing. So Mm -hmm. um, that closes off. These two things doing that thing again, standing there at the end of it. They look so messed up, but they're both still standing. They're hanging right. on to two of these vines that are twisting around. These vines and uh, these magical vines that Aura have created are constantly moving and in flux, and they're, like, holding on to them. The two tiny little creatures, very messed up. I think all of them look messed up. Actually, no, they're too close. Well, these ones here are messed up. The three that are within the uh, entangled vines nearest to the sapling are pretty messed up. The others, not as much. Um... That's your action. Right. Yeah, what do you he want guess. to do now? Um, Who has bardic alive, inspirations eh? as well, by the way? Because don't forget you have Not those. I. I do. Okay. I think uh, Bart, right? I am going to move. Let me to... Yeah, I was just counting to make sure that I could get close enough. Here? Yeah, I'm going to go my, my, my full movement, which is 35. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to lightning lure this fucked up Briar Child away from its partner. 
this one. Uh, which means, uh, yeah, I have to use the sorcerer point to make this um, a bonus action, this spell. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I will do that. Um, okay. So it is a uh, strength saving throw. Or it'll be pulled 10 feet. That's, That's happening. Yep. Gets whipped through these things. Now, I don't think, does it have, I don't it, think it makes the save being dragged, does it? Let me check. What's that spell called? Thorn something thorns. Uh, Fine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that one's called, um, oh, God, Spike, Spike Growth. Spike Growth. You can pop it in chat if you like. Um, usually, when a creature moves into or within the area, usually when you're dragged through this stuff, it doesn't count. But I say it does today. So, roll me. That's uh, what we did for the last fight with death. With I know, but I, I'm, I'm, it's a, one of those weird rules that I should probably check because it all messed me up one day. Um, all right. The, uh, I don't care too much. Mostly, I would like to see this happen because it's. Cool. I'm just trying to separate so, it. Uh, yeah, I know you are, but then I realized that this could also maybe kill it, and that's fun too. So, give me the 4d4. Shredded. Um, the thing is all messed up from the lightning. It avoids the dodge. It gets it gets hit by a lightning bolt, and then suddenly Suuna is moving into position. She creates this lightning lure, whips it backwards, and it's pulled out from this thing, and it's just shredded into bits. By the time it leaves the thorns, it is nothing more than a pile of thorns and twigs. You can barely make out the creature that, were, that, that it was before as it gets shredded up. That is uh, your bonus action on your movement. I assume you're done. Yes. Uh... Friends, huh? there's oh, yeah. not a lot left I can do. Brings us it to... It give disadvantage on deck saves. You're absolutely right, KPP. It does. Slow does? Yes. Oh, well, that would have been very not useful. My bad. I'm uh, so sorry. It's all good. Too late now, though. Ellie, your turn. Okay, I have a question. I'm in stealth. If I move my hex, does it pop me out of stealth? Um, not... If you move, if you attack, though, yeah. Well, I just want to move my hex to uh, to this guy right here. Oh, you're moving the hex spell, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, you can totally do that. Okay, well, I'm going to use my bonus to move the hex. And then I'm going to spend uh, two Eldritch Blasts on this guy, and then two on this guy right here. Does okay. Accelerate last more than one turn, right? Uh, does what, sorry? I got Accelerated. Does that last more than one turn? Oh, no, I think it, it's just one use. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to cast it on this guy right here. Both of them. Uh, one each? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'll do one each. I, uh, and I have advantage because I'm in stealth. Okay. Give me oh. both. That's 13. 13's a hit. And where's the other one? Okay. And 15. All right, both hits. So the first one goes to the top one. 12. 12 and then 7 damage. And 7. You destroyed I'm one of them. One d6. Yep, add the d6. There you go. Uh, so that's, hang on, that is 12 and 12. Okay, that's all I can. Well, I can move. Uh, can I think move. I'm gonna move closer to Aura as well. So. so you destroy one of them. The other yeah. one that did the damage to the sampling, 
Um, one is whipped out from the entanglement by Sauna. The other one, this kind of energy hits it. This this dark fire hits it. This purple fire, sorry, hits it um, and uh, ignites it. It's nothing left of it after the, the Dragon Ball Z smoke clears. And uh, the other one is messed up. It's barely like a thing. It's kind of like a, just a patch of uh, broken thorns with a face at this point, dragging itself towards where the sapling is. Um, but it's still technically up. Uh, and then, yeah, you move around into a defensive position behind the sapling, yeah? Yeah, and then that's, that's my turn. All right, that brings us to Bo. Still down there, still two of these things Ooh. in All front right. of them. First things first, I call out my healing word, bada boom, and as the uh, gust of wind heads towards the sapling, um, it goes to the nearest pond, gracefully gathering some water and then carrying it over the sapling, and then it flows, uh, it, it falls down like rain. Mm. And then, uh, oh, I need to cast that. Uh, can I cast it at level two? You uh, can, I think. Yeah. All right. As long as you have the spell slot. So it consumes a level two spell slot and not a level one okay. spell slot is how it works. All right. Gotcha. All right. So that's for f- 10. 10. I think that heals it up to max. Nice. Yes. Um, wow. And then I'm going to cast Ray of Frost once again on um, the one uh, that's directly in front of me. And then I will roll another 1d6. Ah, oh, Brits. So you deal 12 damage to the one that's right in front of um, that's the one that's close yeah. to you or the one that's down um, a little more? Oh, the one that said down a little bit more. Alrighty. 12 damage to that one. The same thing, I think. It kind of begins to shake off of the uh, the ice from before and the slow spell. It takes like one footstep and then gets dinged by another yep, bunch I'm of like, cold up, 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 damage and frost nobody. and freezes in place and kind of clicks but frozen. Can't tell whether it's clicking and clicking or it's just chattering its teeth as it's frozen to the spot, but it is, um, it is still uh, alive. And, uh, and I stay put, and I look to Tobin, and I try to pet him, but my hand goes straight through him, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I start freaking out. Yeah, and it's Toby's turn. Toby will attack, like the good dog he is, uh, the one right in front of him. All right. 16, because he has advantage. Uh, 16 with the advantage is a hit, yeah, give me the damage. All right. Seven. Seven, and then I have to give you a strength save. That's right. And that's a fail. So the creature is is now prone. prone, Which means it also is not going to be able to move anywhere. It is uh, also melee attacks have advantage on it from you, Bo, as well. You hit it with, uh, I don't know, a sword or something. Some sort of melee attack. Um, And then that's the end of Toby's turn. That is correct. Briar child in front of Toby. Um, can it stand up? It will use its entire movement to do so, right? Because it takes half of a movement to yeah, stand up. I just up wondered if it had it any so, yeah. movement, but it can. No. And then it's going to claw at him again. 
On a 10, I'm guessing that's a miss against his AC. That is a miss, yes. The other one, I'm going to roll a d6. Uh, that's a 3, which means it can't do anything. The other one literally is just stuck. It, it, can't, it can't recharge its, its uh, spit dart tongue. So well done. It's just stuck. Can't do anything. There's one yes. more, two more up here. Um, that uh, I guess they can banish this spell, and then do they have to do an action to do that? I don't think so. You just stop concentrating on it. Um, oh, fair enough. Oh, actually, no, I don't need to banish it. Never mind. It is. It'll just disappear when you cast another concentration spell, right? They're immune to it. Um, that's all. Oh. Uh, so I don't need to worry about it. Now, they can only move half their movement still because they're slowed. Uh, That's so correct. They can get to here and here. And we're how far away are you? Wow. All right. So first, one is going to spit a dart at you. Right. On a nine. Nope. Yeah, just, yeah. You sense this thing fly past one of your ears. The other one is with disadvantage. So that's a 10. So they spit at you, these little darts. Um, then you see them clicking towards each other. They point at the sapling um, and they turn their attention away from you this time, bringing us to Aura's turn. Oh, boy. All the others are dead. Oh, wait, no, there's another one. Sorry. Hang on. Uh, this one uh, hates Aura, doesn't also, it? Also, I don't mean to be that bitch, but everyone Dead should wrong. probably try to break out of the slow spell. They should. Unless uh, you don't want them to for some reason. Nope, they've not been... All right. They've not been able to. Oh, all right then. Never um, mind. 11. This thing tries to scratch at you, Aura. On an 11, I'm thinking that's a miss. So, uh, yeah, this thing runs over to you and swipes at you. Maybe you lift a leg up and... Um, it looks up at you and, it's, again, it's all messed up. This one in front of you is pretty much completely dead. What do you want to do on your turn? Okay. Um, I'm going to take my sword out and I'm going to swing at him. Do it. I just, I mean, he looks so messed up. My brain is thinking that hopefully when I hit him, he will just explode into a million little twigs. 12 is a hit. <laughs> Give me the damage. 11. Explodes into a million little twigs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little more than kindling. Um, you... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be nice to you here. You can technically run all the way over here and hit that thing, but oh no, you can't because of this. I'm dumb. Never mind. You uh, have an extra attack, but I don't think you can hit anything in range unless you want to hit Ellie or the sapling. Um, <laughs> I have. I did cast uh, Zephyr Strike last stream. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. At the very beginning did but i think you're you've got to remember the concentration on this thing the uh concentration is these are both concentration spells right the Wait, let me double zephyr check on concentration spell no zephyr strike it, oh yeah it is concentration oh, yeah. no 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 sorry spike growth is concentration zephyr strike is also concentration yeah so um since you've got a lot of use out of this thing i'm gonna say your zephyr strike dropped I can't remember okay. which order you did it in, but since you haven't really used the Zephyr Strike. 
I mean, could I technically use my longbow? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you have to use one weapon because you're technically like stowing the weapon every time you switch between them anyway. But um, I'm going to find out because I thought it as well. And now's the time to find out. And it slows everything down to a stop. But I'd like to learn sometimes switch between. Yes, we all like to learn. Uh, sword and bow extra attack. 5 e Let's see if that works. Switching between meanwhile, weapons, we between attacks. Yeah, go on. What are we doing meanwhile? We're seeing Ellie. What Ellie? Who are you looking at? What What do we see for Ellie? Because I feel like she has been invisible most of the round. I mean, nothing's uh, happening yet. But who are you looking at? Like you're gonna kill them? I'm assuming. Well, Bo and Toby have seem to have this under control. I think I'm gonna go for these ones that are near you now. Ah, I want to finish these off because they were like help finish these off because they were obviously yes. Close. But these guys are getting getting close again. So I'm thinking the one that's just, I think I would go after the one near you if it looks like they're going after you. Interesting. It looks like they're going after the sapling, I think, not me. And I will shout at you on my turn. I'm literally just stalling while Brad looks something up and I'm I waiting for eye contact. I think looking this way after, after Aura killed that one into a million little twigs. And uh, Bo and Toby are making <laughs> nice. <laughs> um... From what I can tell, you you can switch. <laughs> I can? Yeah, I, I think um, to draw and she the weapon once per turn is a free interaction. So if you draw, if you sheathe, you can't So she's draw. essentially if you draw, you can't sheathe. Drawing. You can do one, one but that's all you need turn. to do. So yeah, you. Yeah. but it would be a quick thing. It's more like, it's more like you drop the great sword and bring the bow out and fire but it just it doesn't mean that at the beginning of your next turn you don't immediately pick the sword back up so awesome okay. so you That's know what so yeah cool. you can do it i yeah it's it's a weird 5e thing where you donning and doffing stuff and switching between weapons and stuff like that is like a, and picking weapons up off the ground is all just done on this like non-free action that doesn't exist but yes you can fire your bow okay well i'm of the two near suna yes which one's the most messed up looking Hmm, give me, uh, give me a perception check, I guess. 14. The top one. Okay, I'm gonna get my longbow out. I'll drop my sword to the ground and pull back and aim for the one closest to Suna. Or the one that's higher up. Um, yeah, go for it. Give me the bow attack. 14. 11. Arrow flies true. <laughs> Cuts off this thing's arm. Um, oh. But it's still up. You do 11 damage to it. Holy shit, these things are strong. Um, I and, can uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's still kind of trying to run forward towards where the uh, sapling is. But yeah, you, you see this thing, like, again, it's like just hitting a little wicker thing. It's not the same as, you know, experiencing blood loss or whatever. So it just keeps moving. Um, this kind of weird thorny twig arm uh, removed, but still able to progress. You can still move a little bit. This might be for next turn, hmm. but I still have this. Is my concentration spell for the spike growth still happening? And can I move it? Uh, it's still up. Spike growth. Um, don't think you can move it, though. Okay. Um, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, no, you can't move it. Okay. 
then I am done. Okay. You can drop the concentration whenever you want, if you want. Um, eh, I'm going to... I'll just leave it. Yeah, it's just not in a, case. I don't think it's a thing you have to worry about actions and stuff for. Uh, an economy. All right. Um, Suna, your turn. I cast Ray of Frost. All right, on a crit. Which one? Um, it. Let's see. Let's find out. Creature, any creature within range. Um, I'm actually going to do the one uh, that looks like I cannot stop it from moving forward. So not the one directly in front of me, but the one further south that's heading straight one, towards yeah. the sapling. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yep. Bit of damage. Um, a definite hit on a crit. Uh, oh my god. Is that 20? Wow. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, this ray of frost, what does it look like? It, it messes it up, but it doesn't, and it yeah, slows uh, well, it down, I but think it doesn't I, do... I, uh, I, okay. I'm qu quite concerned for Bo's safety here, because I know that we we each decided to take two of these... these um, horrific little briar children and i i see him casting the ray of frost and it's slowing them it's stopping the one so i i i immediately do that and i think it looks almost exactly like bows because i'm mimicking it okay. so it just yeah yeah and it, and and it, it freezes it it. this thing over um yeah. it begins to slow down and pretty much comes to a complete stop with the magic of the slow spell as well um and uh, that is an action, I think. What do you, you have a bonus action? Um, no, I'm. I'm Movement. Oh, I could. I, I. Yes, I'll do that. That seems smart. Yep, I'll go back up this way. Can you? Um, hold on. My brain is awful. I'll go. Yep, thirty. Yeah, I'll go right there. Yep. All right. Yeah, you run up the. Uh, yeah, on the outskirts there. Ellie, your turn. Which one did you ray of frost? The Bottom one stuck one. in the, the, oh. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Adam. I... Yeah, I'm going to go for that one, too. Ray of frosted. All right. I'm going to use my bonus to move my hex once more to that one, mm -hmm. and then attack him twice with Eldritch Blast. All right, give me the attack. So there's 13 is the first one, and then 21 is the second. That'll do it. That much damage. Oh, and then plus a... And then a d6. Uh, five. Uh, so, again, uh, we see this thing um, just hit by this kind of um, purplish fire, these eldritch blasts that come in. <laughs> they hit the area that you see the kind of um, brambles that are around it. Um, the spell drops here for the all of the... Um, the uh, thorns that the briar child had cast with its partner, and then when the smoke clears, nothing left. But a few scorched twigs as you take out this one. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, I don't... Oh, I could move, I guess. No, I think I'm fine here. Alright. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'm gonna move real quick, right yep, in front. Okay. <laughs> right in front. Yeah. Um, so a thing that you can be aware of, just some just some D and D tactics here, is that if a creature, if this thing moved, say to here, yeah. past you, it goes into your threat range and back out of it again. So you would get an opportunity of attack. 
So okay. you can position yourselves in ways that you want things to run past you or have to engage with you. It doesn't bring them to a stop necessarily, but you would have it would enter and then leave your threat range. It also counts for you guys, but it's actually a decent tactic that you can use. And I'm not much of a D&D tactician, even though I'm a GM, but there's a rule for you. And that is, I think, what you ended up doing, whether you meant to or not. So that's a good, good, good idea. Oh, your turn. Okay, uh, well, first things first, I'm going to cast a Ray of Frost again on the Briar Child that's furthest away from me. Okay. All the frost, the 25 is definitely a hit, yes. All right, and then... Another six, so that's 15. 15 damage to it. It's super hurt, but not dead. But it is nope. immobilized again. All right, well, I'm going to make sure it's dead. Um, I'm going to pull out my light crossbow and hope that it strikes true. I don't 21. think you can. You need oh, to... No? Can you use a light crossbow? No, you can, I think you can only use a hand crossbow. Oh, a hand crossbow? Okay. On, a, uh, on, a, on an offhand weapon attack. I see. Memory serves, and it's been a while, and I always forget offhand hmm. stuff. I'm pretty sure. But you do still have that 1d4 water attack, right? You do oh, have that. Uh, you just get it's a, a bonus. Yeah. It's a free bonus action every right. turn that you can use if you want, and if water does extra damage, then... I, I don't know how that works, actually. Hmm. Um, the, uh, I don't think you've noticed that water does extra damage. Cold and water damage are technically different. Water damage yeah, is Yeah, I think they're different. But, yeah. right, it's just cold, all right. But um, right. the... Uh, the yeah, you can just basically hit anything with a 1d4, so you can just roll damage as long as there's water near you. You can fire okay. it's almost like a magic missile. Um, they always hit. Could I perhaps pull out a sword, a short sword, and get the one you're Toby? You cannot. Oh dang! So not yeah. even that. You can only um, do a bonus action. Okay. Hmm. Actually, you have a short sword. Yes. I think you can. Let me just double check. You can do an offhand attack, but you remove your uh, proficiency from it. Um, but I have to check what a short sword has. It needs to have um, finesse, light, light or finesse, one of them. But it has both. So actually, you can, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll do that. I don't normally have to. No longer have advantage my... against that one though, because it stood up. Yeah. I lied to you about that. Right. Well, I didn't Ten. Probably missed. Really Ten. Bad. Um. Its armor class is reduced by two currently. It is, but also you remove helps. three from this roll because you lose your proficiency, so it's actually a seven. Two. So yeah, you swing towards this thing, um, and it's a. Uh, if Ellie sees this, she would be ashamed. She'd probably face the weapons so master. She'd probably seen Ellie like spinning short swords around, like just crazy, just casually one day. <laughs> she's, she's master, and I, I tried to, to copy, but right. I just failed. Aura's probably able to use all sorts of weapons as well. She's got like the, the she does like the <laughs> cloud thing with a buster sword every now and then, spinning this great sword around. And then Bo gets this thing out with his left hand and kind of just does this wobbly attack towards this yeah, tiny creature. Yeah, it probably just looked like I was messing around with a pool noodle or something. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it just, yeah. You just, the thing kind of just jumps out of the way quite easily from the, uh, from the, uh, the attack there. 
um, as you are not proficient with the short sword in your <laughs> other hand, because essentially what it is, you're using your what if, if you're right-handed, it would be your left hand, oh. and because uh, you're using your off hand to attack with the bonus action with it. But, Dang it! Uh, yeah, so you miss with that one. Yep. The, I guess that. I'm assuming that's the end of your turn, bringing us yep, to the, the, end of my turn. the Shadow Hound. Toby will attack. Surprise. Surprise. Where's your sheet, Toby? There you are. 21. Absolutely a hit. 12. Uh, 12 damage. And it falls back down. It falls to the ground. Um, it gets back up. Swipes at Toby on a 24 is going to be a hit. Six yes. piercing damage to Toby. The other one is going to attempt to... Uh, recharge its little spit thing, completely immobilized by the frost from Bo's um, ray of frost there, unable to do anything at all. There's one which is alive. It attempts to move 10 feet, I think is all it can move, so it can go from here. Can't move, can it? The one that's near you. I cast ray of frost on it. You oh, no, not that one. On one. I ca- on the other one, you're yeah. right, you're right. Moves 10 feet. Um, can it fire at the sapling from here? Let me find out. It can with disadvantage. So it... Oh, wait, no. It needs to recharge it as well. Hold on. Oh, can't do anything. I don't think. Nope. Um, can it move again? Use this action to move 10 more feet, can't it? So it's going to move 10 more feet to there. And yeah. then it's uh, Aura's turn. I think it can only attack or... Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It might matter. Uh, I hope it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just going to stay where I'm at and do a longbow shot at that, that briar child that I shot at before. Or the one that's uh, right up by Ellie. Um, yes, okay. Yep. And fire twice okay. as well. Okay. 14. 14's a hit. Eight. Eight damage. Um, it You fire the other arm off of it. Okay. I'm going to just shoot at it again. <laughs> yep. Seven. Natural one. Yeah. Roll me a d20. I don't want to, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> a nine. A nine. Let's see what happens to you. If my computer doesn't crash. Oh, God. There we go. Got for that. Um, someone buy me a new computer, please. Thank you. Uh, nine. Oh, you, the, the, all that happens is the arrow explodes on the impact. It misses the creature, hits the ground, psh, splits apart. Weak. It's a rubbish arrow, basically. If that makes okay. you feel any better about the terrible it shot. Does. It was actually it really does. <laughs> a really crappy arrow that someone had uh, incorrectly fletched. Um, you can move if you want. You have a bonus action if you want. Um, do I know if these Briar children are easily like blinded or if they are distracted by sounds or anything like that give me a nature check okay 11 11 um they are distracted 
a little by sound and movement and stuff. They're in... You get the feeling that you're not in the real world, quote-unquote real world, that you're not mm-hmm. dealing with, like, the usual Briar children that you're used to dealing with. But they do act in a very similar way. They... Um, they are used quite often as like spies and scouts for fey creatures and things a lot of the time so they're very much reliant on their perceptions and it means that they're kind of trained to just be distracted by that stuff and it does kind of work a lot of the time at least in the real world yeah these ones seem to be if they if they're as cl- they look they're almost enthralled right like they've mm-hmm. been given a, a an in, a, an enthralled um objective Oh, after this sampling, but you have noticed them being distracted by things other than the sampling a lot. Is there a pebble or a rock on the ground next to me? And will you allow me to pick it up and throw it near the briar child? I will allow that to happen. Yes. Uh, you just need to roll me a d20 plus your dex modifier. D20 plus my dex modifier. Dex modifier is 16? Uh, yeah the number that's above the 16 three probably okay, three yeah 18 18 yeah what are you you just throwing it near it to see if it distracts it yeah I want to see if like it lands and if he if it turns if it like reacts in any specific way let's see if it is distracted um so yeah it stops looks immediately at the ground near it as if it's startled and looking for what the hell just appeared next to it. One side of it was an arrow that exploded, on the other side of it a pebble, and it suddenly slows down and looks around where it is uh, uh, stood right now, stationary. I'll just yell out to everybody, you can distract them, you could just try to lure them away from this. And um, I'll end my turn with right. that. Brings us to sooner. Yeah. I use that information to, oops, that's too far, to um, run closer and I will do Ray of Frost again. All right. Nine. Wow. Uh, Roll me a D20. Again, natural one. Oh, 20. That's not good. I think that's a bad thing. I think it means you rolled twice. Roll two D20s. Three. And then another one. Oh, sorry. Ten. Three and a ten. Um, you stumble off balance. Your foot falls into like a, a weird um, patch of grass oh. that, that is that is swampy, oh. and it's actually your foot dips down a few inches, and you stumble. You're you're off balance. You have disadvantage on your next attack roll. Um, right. And then you also lose focus and go to the bottom of the initiative. <laughs> Which is one that I've right. not seen before. I don't think it matters. Um, the weird one, because actually I think it gives you another turn. Because you're at the top of the initiative table. Yeah. But I'm going to say you stumble and fall over, and not fully fall over, but stumble where you're walking along, and it messes oh. up your entire oh. thing. And now it's Ellie's turn. You. That's it. Okay. Big fumbles. Uh, Tuna is gone. <laughs> I will be right back. I waited until a, my turn was over. A Hold void on. of swampiness in the ground, and we will never see her again. I'm gonna move forward, and I am going to cast Booming Blade. Okay. 
Um, which means I make a melee attack. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna do that with my. I don't even know if this matters. With my venom dagger, twelve. Of the hit. Uh, nine. It's dead. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. You uh, <laughs> okay. you just appear in front of it, bring out the thing, enchant the blade with the uh, the booming magic, and then whip this thing's head off, and it just falls apart into twigs on the ground. Um, and then I'm gonna move the rest of my distance, I guess. Yep. Uh, which I think it was right there, and then go into stealth. All right. Roll me a stealth check, and then Bo, your turn. Thirty. Damn. All right. Well, uh, heeding Aura's words. I uh, instantly cast Vicious Mockery on um, the one in front of Toby. I start scolding it. You are naughty, and if your mama were here to see this, she ought to be ashamed that you're attacking Mother Nature. And uh, and then I also cast um, Ray of Frost on the other one. Okay, yeah, give me the... Oh, God! Ooh. First Not of all, good. the one that you... Uh, abusively speak to, looks at you with a hurt look on its face, and dies. Um, <laughs> you killed it. Uh, the other one, however, give me the, uh, give me a d20. Natural oh, one. These are really bad. Can yeah. I still do the extra damage, though? Your it's... spell just fails. That's what no. happens. The spell simply fails as you cast it. Um, nothing happens. You fumble over a word or you stumble through the uh, the somatic components, your hands moving or something, and it just slight, slightly off with something. You realize that the spell doesn't go off correctly. Um, oh. You have a bonus action that you can use, I think. Actually, no, I don't think you can. I think, one t- I think you did two yeah, actions I, again. Yeah, I think, you, I'm, I think I'm... You, you did two actions again. It's okay. Really? Oh, boy. I well, thought, you, uh, it doesn't it's matter. It's a cantrip. Vicious mockery's a cantrip? Cantrips are not a bonus action. I don't know who lied to you. Oh. Someone lied to you. It might have been me on a mistake at the beginning of this campaign, but someone lied. Okay, I'm sorry. And the okay, information they again. gave you was that cantrips go on a bonus action, and I think that's oh. been in your head like when you learn a piece of information first and you're like that's the information i have a lot of them in my head from watching other gms do home rules and stuff and i'm like oh Uh that's the rule now and it's always been the rule and it's and i find out years later it's not so don't worry too much but i think that you uh yeah cantrip doesn't mean bonus the next time i won't do that brad some cantrips will be a bonus action but it'll say everything tells you whether it's an action or a bonus action in the oh yes uh, it is it is an action yes it is so that's, that's the only way you know it's a bonus action because it just says right. bonus action. Something, gotcha. Yeah, it's not really based on the type of spell. Okay. But uh, that's the end of your turn. Yep, that's the end of my turn. Toby's turn. Right, right. One briar right, child Toby's left. Gone. Toby's, Toby's gone. Toby's gone. Yeah. So when, when that briar child dis, you know dies, then Toby just disappears. This briar child. Oh, no. Roller, D6. Oh, it's going to spit a, a dart at you, Bo. On a 15 versus your AC. Can I use cutting words? Yes, you can. <gasps> Consumes a bardic inspiration. I snap back at it. No, 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 not today. Roll a d8. You reduce the uh, thing, so it's now a 13 against your AC. What's your AC? Oh, my AC is... Uh... 
16. Oh, wait. Yeah. All right. Well, you didn't need to cutting words it, yeah, but 16. <laughs> it missed you anyway. But now it like now it really doesn't like you either. Uh, as uh, you uh, wow, the my rod twenty is slowing down a lot. But yeah, it's it's running. It spits at you. You call it a I don't know a soggy little twat, and it gets annoyed, and you and then it carries on running past you. These things run, I think, like a cactar from Final Fantasy. That's kind of what they look like, and it's confused, and they keep spitting these things at you, and if I could go back in time, they would be cactars, and I missed a thing that I'm annoyed about. Um, Aura, your turn. There's one left, and it's running towards the sapling. Son of a... Okay. Um, I'm just... Because of the distance I am, I'm just going to shoot my longbow. Mm -hmm. at it. Alright, give me the attack rolls. 16, 16 and 21. Two hits. You need to make up... Eight. Uh, 16 total. Uh, the first one killed it. The second one it just... The second one hits nothing because there's nothing but a bunch of twigs that's left behind. This last one here is, uh, is exploded. This arrow hits this creature. You see them fall apart. The um the uh the uh little little briar children the the bits that make up their twigs and things they disappear in the same way as maybe your spell does of your entangling um vines all of the things around kind of just dissipate as if they were nothing more than a spell which is cast next to you aura just behind where ellie is um just beyond bo's vision and in front of where Sauna is standing this sapling suddenly expands massively. There's a moment, Aura, where you're you're pushed back as this thing just it, it, it expands outwards and it grows into a mighty oak suddenly out of the ground. You um, see this thing coming towards you. Put your hands up and it just pushes you backwards. Your feet, your boots pushed along on the on the mud um, as this thing expands suddenly. This, this huge canopy appears above where you guys are, and there's a voice as it does so that speaks out to where you guys are standing. Each of you can hear it. It sounds as if the tree is speaking, but it's not like an ent, like it's not got a face that's speaking. It's just the tree itself with this booming voice speaks out and says, God of the dawn, renewal, birth, vitality, youth and spring, I am Lathander. And that's where we're going to go to a short break. Holy shit. We did it. Uh, short break here. Wait, Everyone I'm go sorry. Grab a did, drink. We just, did we just save a god? Yes. Congratulations. You saved the god of the dawn, renewal, birth, vitality, youth, and spring, the god Lathander. Yes. Um, Don't mind us. We'll save you, but we're on our way to kill someone else. Another god. <laughs> no yeah. big deal. Hopefully he has more than 18 health now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no shit. Uh, perhaps it was simply a trial. We will find out after the break. In fact, I don't know if we will. We'll find out something after the break when we return. Thanks for watching. Go grab a, a, a drink of water and nothing else. You're not permitted to drink anything other than water while you're watching this show because of Bo.
Welcome back to Table Stories Dying Order with me, the greatest GM that ever lived. Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer. You are sat. Um, no, you're not sat. You're stood around this this huge oak that grows suddenly and 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 um, is is maybe like fifty feet across. It's huge. Um, it it takes up this enormous section of the ground around you where the swamp was. Suddenly grass sprouts and flowers um you see bushes grow other trees in the distance and and within moments around you is a lush forest there are areas where it still uh, has an element of of swamp life there are still bits of um lakes and ponds and water and stuff there's algae that grows across it it's very lush and very green around you at the center of this tree while it speaks there's a pulsing blue light that that, uh, emanates as it speaks to you when it's growing You find yourselves kind of stood now on a platform in the center of a ring of water that's, again, covered in this kind of green algae. Bo, you can sense that the water around you is very fresh, even though, obviously, it's covered in all of this um, greenery. You do get the sense that it's... uh, For you now, water has a... Uh, an element you you understand every property about water is what it is so you can tell immediately whether it's fresh water whether it's salt you can tell whether there's whether it's corrupted desecrated poison something like that um this is like beyond clean bar the algae and the greenery that's growing around it and on top of it um you all see this enormous tree now above you and in front of you um it introduces itself as um, as Lathander, and you wow, can give me religion checks if you want. Holy when you hear the shit. name, nineteen. Uh, nineteen, eleven, eleven, and ten. So you all pretty much get the uh, the same. Um, information. Lathander is a very famous um, god and religious figure across all of Lacrin. The uh, Morning Lord. A lot of people will um, will go to the Church of Lathander, even if they even if they um, subscribe to different sects of religions and stuff like that. They will still go and pray to the Morning Lord in the morning as the sun rises. You'll always see a lot of people, especially in big cities. Those of you that have been to big cities will see people flocking before they go and start a day of work or something to these temples um, to Lathander. Um, He's a god that covers a lot of different things, but mostly it's like creativity, dawn, renewal, birth, that kind of thing. But he's also um, the god of spring. Um, So uh, I think that would be what would stand out to you here. Um, Generally speaking, known as a a pretty good god. People who revere him just generally um, speak of him in, in glowing terms. He's not... He doesn't have that kind of element to him that Merkel had where it was like, oh... Yeah, we know about him being a god of death, and we understand that death is in its way a part of life, but necromancers also pray to this god of death. There isn't really right. any... And there isn't the oppressive time, you know, to wait for your death. <laughs> he's uh, he's, a, he's a, a radiant and good god, um, you know, loved by all, life, light, spring. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, that's that's what you understand of him, at least from the perspective of the people of Lacrin who almost certainly have never met Lathander, you know what I mean? But this is how they see him and, and revere him. And um, this enormous tree grows, introduces itself as uh, Lathander, and then um, the the boughs of the tree, these these um, the uh, the canopy above you. Um, the branches, these huge oak branches and, and twigs twist into um, different shapes and they're moving about above you as, as each of you look up. Um, you can see that the twigs, that the um, branches that run along the um, trunk of the tree shift and change into what looks like a, an almost natural looking ladder that climbs up and twists up the center of the tree towards the canopy at the top where there's all these moving um, branches and twigs. Uh, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> do you think we could sit down for a minute? I'm a little out of breath. That was a lot of work. Yes, oh, let's let's do just that. If, as oh, as Bo okay. walks past me to go like towards the tree and all that, I pop out behind him. Like out of oh, oh, hi, Ellie. Oh. Oh, okay. Maybe we should. Should rest? Yeah. I don't know. I I think we have to climb up. What? Oh, I can't climb right now. I I would. I need to sit down for a spell. Well, can I look at the tree? Like I'm gonna study it and see if there is anything different about it. I I mean, clearly, there's stuff that's different about (laughs) it, but like other things that might be different about it. Um. Yeah. Give me a nature check. Okay. 19. Um, it's certainly a type of oak tree, um, but you have not really seen one that's this large, apart from maybe the ridiculously, absurdly large one that you had in the vision when you left um, Chiba's uh, ice palace and you were, each went on your own like personal journey to a degree. The... <laughs> thing is ridiculously large um it has this this core at the center of it these this pulsing blue light that at the moment is relatively dormant but you can sense that 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 there's an energy to this thing the tree is more than um there are there are there are treants which are like the ends from lord of the rings that are large moving lumbering creatures and they do exist whether you've seen one or not um you might know of them there are awakened trees, which are trees that are similar to a treant. They're kind of just moving trees. They will move quietly. They're not quite. They don't. They're not as highly sentient that they move around. Um, and this seems like neither of those. This seems like uh, like um, something else. It definitely does seem different to you. But for the most part, it uh, it appears to just be a very large oak in form and shape. It's constantly moving in the canopy above you. The arms and, and branches are twisting around above you and, and stretching out and stuff. Um, but uh, wow. yeah, anything specific you were looking for? Well, I guess that, but I, I guess if I touch it, does anything feel different about the tree if I touch it? Because I... I don't think is, so. Is that... That little plant that was next to it just gone? Yes. Okay. I'm just observing it and seeing its movements and I'll just look back at the group and say, let's maybe take a rest here underneath the tree for a bit. 
yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Do, 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 are you up for some conversation? The, um, I mean, the, are you speaking to the tree? I 100% am speaking to the tree. The tree immediately above you, when, when um, you say that you can't climb, you notice that some of the branches are coming down towards you. Oh. Um, they, form, uh, they form like four kind of twisting, turning hammocks. That, that come down like oh. uh, like little um, uh, they just they stretch down as if they're on vines but they're clearly like oaken and stronger they twist into an, a hammock type shape um, roughly the size of each of you to fit in one in, falls down just in front of where each of you are and you hear the tree respond to you and say spring it breathes new life into the world around us come rest thank you Look at that! Look! It's perfectly our size. I like stare up at it, at it in wonderment. That's beautiful. I'm just going to sit right here and uh, rest, rest, rest my head here for a minute. I'll start sitting down next to Suna and like lean against the tree. You're not going to use a hammock? No, I think I might prefer. Don't be rude, Dora. Oh, okay. And I'll, I'll stand up and I'll go to one of the hammocks and <laughs> awkwardly try to get into it. My horn probably gets caught on some things and <laughs> that's why I chose to maybe sit by it because I've had this happen before. <laughs> Without any hesitation, I, uh, I'm i like, okay, I'm getting myself into one of these too. So I, I pull up my pants ready, readying to, to climb into one. Um, and uh, well, I, I settle in as soon as I... I, I get in and I just start dozing off. I don't think I've ever spoken to a to a god before. Um, wh- were you here since the beginning? I hope you don't mind if I, I ask some questions. I am ever curious. The are all four of you in your own like little hammock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They begin to rise slowly upwards. It's not like one of those horrible rides where it launches you upwards, but it begins to lift you upwards. Again, the tree is very tall and it takes a little while. And as you're being lifted up, you can see the um, land around you a little clearer. You can see that it just seems like an endless forest now with these huge patches of water. The area where there was an ocean still seems to kind of exist and it brings you upwards um, towards the, uh, the canopy at the top. And again, when it speaks, the core at the center, this blue light, pierces through some of the uh, the uh, oaken bark in the center and he says um, I have been here since the beginning yes these are my friends there's like the oaks and and, uh, and um, branches that, that twist uh, around at the top above you and you can see all the trees around where the uh, center of this tree are kind of shift and sway a little bit they don't say anything or, or glow in okay. the same way um and uh yeah it lifts you upwards and says um yes these are my people i am their hmm, hero you could say hero that's quite lovely Uh, we'd like to be heroes of our people as well i mean that's what we're trying trying to do anyway and um hello it's nice to meet all of you Uh, i'm suna they sway around you and, and uh, the large tree kind of bellows a laugh. 
<laughs> yes, you are the champions. And this one here I have nurtured since a babe. The, uh, the one carrying Aura lifts up above where the three of you are um, and says, uh, A gift. As it lifts you upwards, another branch comes down and it's got the, the, the flower on it and it's a fuchsia. Um, and uh, it brings the flower down towards, towards you and says, uh, Please take it. It, uh, it can survive outside of my nurturing. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it gently and like kind of cradle it by its roots and bring it close to my chest. Yeah, it's a pretty big fuchsia. It's bigger than the ones that you might have seen if you've ever seen one before. Um, at the at the root where it is, it seems to be kind of um, glowing a little bit, an almost radiant light with that same kind of blue to the bottom. Um, it, uh, yeah, but for all intents and purposes, it seems to be a kind of a, a, a fuchsia plant. Um, I, I'm gonna ask. What, what do you, what do I do with it? You keep it. It is a gift. Should I plant it at my farmhouse? You may do as you wish. And I look at it. Is there anything that I'm noticing that might allude to it being magical or something other than just a plant? You, can you said me, it was glowing, uh, right? Yeah. You can give me an Arcana check. Okay. 19. It's a totally magical flower. Um, you're not really sure how or why or what it represents, but it's definitely a a, a flower that is um, magical in nature. It's got um, it. It won't wilt. It won't die. It. You don't need to plant it. You can keep it on you. You can put it in a vase. You can plant it in a garden. Um, it is. Uh, it is immortal. It's an immortal future. Um, but for all intents and purposes, it just seems to be a magical fuchsia, much bigger and, and stronger, but yeah, it doesn't wilt or die or anything like that. Does it seem alive like Baby Groot? Mm, no, but it seems alive in the sense that it is a flower in the same way that plants are alive. Damn it. Okay, I was hoping he could sit on my shoulder. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, I mean, I'm just going to be like admiring it and then looking at my my pockets Score. and where I keep the thank you maybe oh th thank you thank you i um i'm excited to plant it or keep it's it a on me gift yeah the gift and of I'll... spring of spring it does it come back every year after winter it will remain ever alive it's beautiful and i'll I have my mealworms on my belt, and then I have like an empty pocket that something must have fallen out of. So I, I tuck it in, but the roots are in the pocket. Um, the three of you are lifted up into the canopy, and it and it, more branches come down and around you, but they just kind of bolster the hammock that you're in. Um, the tree uh, slows its movement; it calms down a little bit and says. Um, Blossom by blossom, the spring begins. Uh, before we party, perhaps you would like to rest. P -p party But yes, rest first sounds lovely. Spring is nature's way of saying let's party. I love it. 
I think back to what he said with, um, I've nurtured this one. And I'm going to ask, and what do you mean that you've nurtured me since I was young? You are the chosen champion. Uh, uh, of what, particularly? Of this, the dying order. And I look, I look at the others. Oh, oh, uh, thank you for watching over me. And well, I kind of give, like, wide eyes. Me. Um, I think rest might, might be good, though. But not just you, what do you mean? Well, there is, uh, what's that one called? The Rider of the Winds. Okay, I'm going to say, I wrote it down, but I want to know how to pronounce it correctly. Shant, how do I say his name? Shandakal? Shandakal. Shandakal said he had seen me before. Is that true? Ah, yes. That one has also nurtured you, watched for you, cared for you. He was very kind. And then there is summer and autumn and winter. Like one for each season? Yes. And I, can I think back to my childhood and my life if I have like whispers of memories of these? You can roll me a wisdom check. Just give me a wisdom check. 14. 14. Um, I think it's not really like you've interacted with these beings before. It's not like you have a memory of suddenly interacting with a tree in the forest that you'd forgotten about or anything like that. Um, but I think you maybe get the sense that you've always had an, a connection to to nature in some way. Um, it's not necessarily that you're uh, a, a champion of nature, but um, I think um, in this situation, you have had an affinity that you you grew up with that you were taught by your father in in um ranger craft and druid craft that kind of thing the the botany and stuff and you took to it very early and very quickly and probably i would say may i don't it's up to you whether you think that ultimately you became a better ranger or whether if you think you had applied yourself you would have become a better botanist or something like that but i think you have an inkling that either way you definitely could have done it's certainly something that is just a natural gift that you've had, a, a skill that, w that came to you very easily, at least. Um, but I don't think you have any necessarily, like, like hard memories of interacting with beings like this or anything that, that has been forgotten and, and is maybe being remembered now, at least. I'd probably try to think, like, oh, have I seen this the giant flying creature? Um, and then I, I kind of flash through, like, when I was a kid, gardening with my dad and just him saying wow you like you're a natural and just playing with Klex and in the forest and seeing how inept he was at climbing trees and how I was able to just do that do I feel like I'm comforted 
once I'm finally settled in the hammock and that I feel like safe. I think all of you do. Yeah, you feel pretty comforted, pretty safe. Um, It doesn't appear to be any animals here. Um, There doesn't appear to be like insects or animals or um, but there's 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 only flora, no fauna, basically. Um, It doesn't seem it seem it feels comfortable the um it's not boiling hot but it's warm it the, the sun is in the center of the sky it seem it feels like a midday spring sun it feels comfortable you um certainly all feel you might even feel a little sleepy even if you don't sleep um it's just a, a relaxing what a lovely place, feeling i think i um rub the tattoo of the chronomancy symbol on my hand Mm. and I've seen that Ellie has used her dagger and I just ask I had a clover once that I traded what did that mean? a clover well uh, I'm not sure what that is what does it look like? It was just a little four-leaf clover, and um, I had to keep it safe, and then I had a choice to trade it for time. Something... <laughs> and I look over at Suna. Uh, the ability I, to... I believe uh, it's called chronomancy. We, we, pro- were, we were given these objects at the beginning of the Dying Order, at the beginning of the race, and um, some of us made the decision to to keep those and use them and un- unlock some crazy uh, innate power we didn't know we had, and some of us traded it for the borrowed magic from long past. Ah, uh, yes. I, uh, I had a similar exchange. That is why I am now larger than my friends, why I am able to think and to speak your language. Hmm. If you traded a clover, then perhaps you would have been able to grow more than just four leaves, like me. I have lots of leaves. Do you think perhaps you could have grown to a giant oak tree? <laughs> I, my mouth just kind of falls open. Um, I, I, Ellie probably. Like, Ellie opens her eyes and she's like, I'd like to see that. Can yeah. I still do that? You claim to have traded it away, did you not? Yes. Then I would suggest you could try. Should I do it on, when we're on the ground? And I'll look over the hammock edge. Maybe when we're back down there? Or could I try mm. right here? I will place you on the ground. The, uh, the thing suddenly starts bringing you down towards Good the ground. Good luck, Aura! Uh, it Please. places you onto the uh, ground again. The, the three of you, it lowers you a little bit, so you're a little closer to the ground to give a better view. And uh, the branches um, pull away from where Aura is, and you're now standing there at the root of this tree. Um, what do you do? What? What do you suggest I do? Do I just... I I think that I'm a tree? Mm. Yes. Do I, do I set roots? And, mm. uh... Yes. Maybe so I, they need to be watered. Hey, Bo. 
I heard you can water, right? Maybe she needs Good. some water. Right. Yes. Yes, I ally. You water a tree? I, I could try it first, and if it's not working, you could throw some water on me. You want me to, to get you wet? Well, let me just, let me just try this first. <laughs> and so I'm going to stand there, and there's tree pose in yoga. So similar to that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to put my legs down, and I'm going to put my arms up like this, and I'm just going to close my eyes and, like, concentrate really hard that I am a tree and that, like, I'm putting roots down and I want my arms to grow out. And I imagine, like, little branches growing out from my fingertips. How long do you do that for? Two minutes tops before I think it's not working. Yeah, it's, there's nothing's <laughs> happening. You just stand there at the base of this giant tree with your arms out and your eyes closed, kind of trying to imagine things and nothing happens. I see that she's standing there for some time. So what I do is I start to uh, uh, use my ability to makeshift water and I I start gathering some. And then I I start to sprinkle some over um, Aura in hopes that uh, she'll grow. Yes, the ally of all (laughs) trees. Water. There's a, a an opening in the canopy that allows for like a shaft of sunlight to hit you as well. And some mm-hmm. sun. Let us see if you can grow now. I just muster everything within my I feel like water's like hitting my Water's just hitting you. It's just being lifted up from the uh from the, the ring of like lake around this tree and it's just hitting you and raining on you. There's a shaft of sunlight that's down on you in this shaded area. Um, Do I feel anything? <laughs> you, you feel damp and uh, there's a shaft of warm sunlight on you at the same time, but you most certainly do not change, no. I'll pull my hands in and try to like imagine little branches coming out from my fingertips and just like stare at it. Okay, yeah. I will it, (laughs) I will it to happen. (laughs) As she's doing this, I'm like, why do you want to be a tree again? I don't know, because he said I maybe could be. That's kind of cool, right? I mean, I mean, he's pretty cool, but I mean, how are we going to fight a god if you're just a tree? I mean, I could grow up from underneath enemies and destroy their bodies. I don't know. I just... You could vine wrap them. Oh. Oh. Like, like yank them up. I see now. But you already leave that big, big uh, thorny thing down. It's very oh, helpful. Yeah, um, you don't have to be a tree to use your abilities, Aura. You're very good at them. Now, come on up. All right. And while I'm waiting for the hammock or going towards the hammock, can I just, like, squat on the ground and see if I can channel nature? Yeah, you can do that, For, like, extra magic. (laughs) You can do that, yes. Um, You want so badly to be a tree. I know. And, uh, yeah, you do that. You try and channel the nature. You certainly feel something. Uh, give me a wisdom oh, no. check again. I feel like my my thought process has changed more because Ellie said, oh, you could be like vines and do that. And I'm like, oh, that would be more helpful than becoming a tree. So I'm thinking if I can tell if there's something I can draw from that might help. A nine. Um, here's what you get. You you get a similar feeling as to what Ellie had in the other domain. 
you understand that this place belongs entirely to this tree that you're speaking to. This is his boundary. This is the same thing as where you four go back to to rest where the four doors are. Um, you get the sense that the original one that you went to was Ahi's boundary. The one that you met Deep Sashalis in was, was his boundary. Merkel's was his. And that this belongs to this um, tree here, this creature. But much like your boundary being a shared place, this one is shared as well. Um, you get a, a sensation that I don't know if you've had before. You understand now like a, like a slight element to your um, this kind of odd primeval awareness that you have. This ranger sense to... Um, you understand a lot about nature. You have trained and studied um, the forest and a lot of the creatures that are in it. You have a favored enemy, which is before... What was your original favored enemy? Orc and drow. Orcs and drows. So you're pretty good at working out when orcs are going to... Uh, when there's an orc encampment nearby or when the drow would come down from the mountains um, or they would come up from where the mountains are and come out through the opening in the mountains and they would often raid um, villages, caravans, Bame village. Um, same thing for the orcs, although they would roam the plains and hide in the in the forests and stuff like that. The way that you're able to track those things is through learned um, skills that you were trained in. But also, again, you took to it like a duck to water when you learned these things. You just understood how to track things, how to survive, how to avoid them, what the tracking meant. You understand that this creature next to you, this tree, is known as a celestial. Um, and you get a sixth sense about them. Um, what you understand isn't that you you for sure can't transform into a tree. Um, mm-hmm. You understand that there is an arcane element to this area. You understand... You already know a bunch of spells that rangers can learn that are similar to druidcraft that might give you bark skin and stuff like that, but you can't unlock this inane, uh, in, inane, in, an inane, innate potential to transform into a tree or anything like that. Um, you're not sure whether you ever had it. You're not sure if that even was your innate ability. It was this thing's, this thing's ability is to be this kind of powerful sentient tree. Um, yours probably wasn't. Um, but you do understand now that you have this ability to understand celestials in nature. You now get the sense that there are other celestials here. Some of the other trees around you are celestials. There seems to be a sense of a, a an approaching creature in the sky that it feels like a celestial. You get the sense that there are celestials that are as powerful as this tree. More powerful than the flying rider of the wind shondacle that you can sense approaching the area the there are others here that belong to this boundary and it's a shared place much like the way that you four share a boundary um oh oh sorry you do now have the ability you took celestials as your other favored enemy which means that you can hunt them and you can understand them and you can track them and you're um, better at dealing with them in combat situations you're better at understanding their weaknesses and their strengths and stuff like that um 
you understand that this place doesn't really belong to you. Um, that ultimately you really have no influence or power over this place. So drawing energy from it is no different than drawing energy from any other forest, really. Um, it doesn't nourish you in the same way that your own boundary does. Um, but you definitely feel a kinship to this tree. You feel a kinship to the um, the other celestials here. The area is familiar in a strange way to you, but more just more just that you understand not just the forest, but the celestials in nature now. Um, your senses are opening to a degree. Your yeah. understanding of the scope of, of nature and the these godlike creatures are uh, uh, is expanded. This spectrum has expanded for you um, in this in this moment, or at least you've you're able to concentrate on it for this moment here and understand it. But I think even on a nine, nothing happens. You definitely understand. For the first time, you've you've sat and concentrated on this thing and tried to kind of hone this skill. And mm-hmm. you understand it in a in a roundabout way, and however you want to, however you want to perceive the mechanics of it, you can. But I think you also understand that you, for sure, can't turn into a tree. <laughs> There's no willing it into existence, and whether that's because you traded it away or whether it was just because you don't have that innate ability and that wasn't what it was, I don't think you're too sure. Okay, so I start making my way towards the hammock, and then I'll I'll squat down and feel the ground and I feel like it's like a vibration and I can sense different vibrations from different places and some are more strong than others and somehow I just realize like oh this is a vibration higher than me so like a god and just innately start to real like I I wouldn't say anything to them because it's new and I'm still kind of confused by it but since I feel a kinship, I feel safe, so I'm not worried about it. So I'll just kind of stand up and make my way to the hammock and struggle to get in and my horn will get caught in something again, but I like roll myself into it and then lay there kind of like, okay, I'm ready to go up. Lift you, yeah. <laughs> the branches form into a kind of odd um, hammock and then, yeah, it begins to lift you up to where the others are um, and uh, brings you back up into the, into the canopy. The large tree creature that introduced itself as Lathander says perhaps you would like to rest the uh the um the canopy closes where the sunlight was coming through providing you with with some shade oh look at that it says uh it seems we do not have time to party not not quite but there's always next spring right there's always the light kind of dims a little bit. You get the sensation that the tree is asleep. Uh, I'll also fall asleep. Stora. Hmm? Are, are you sleeping? Yeah, I just got, my eyes got heavy. Oh, uh, well, um, I just wondered if you had a moment. Yeah. And I'll try to, like, roll over in the hammock to face her, but it's it's awkward. Um... Uh, are you feeling badly about the clover? I just want to know what it was. Like, Ellie's got a sweet dagger. And, and wait, do we we know what Bose does, right? Uh, Bo told us, I sure, think. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys okay. under, would definitely understand that he now controls water everywhere yeah. around him. Um, yes. Ellie's eye bleeds and she can just yeah. take and mimic um, things. She seems to have a, uh, an ability to attune to things and understand them and pass that information on to you. I think you get a, a, a decent idea that these are things that they've got. You know, Probably you guys yeah. have had small talk that we haven't seen. And if Bo can control water now and like, don't you wonder what yours could have meant? Oh yes, all the time. Oh, what, what hidden power uh, did we have? I, I do, but I, I just want to make sure you're not feeling too badly about it. No, you know, I, I. That uh, future aura came in and said to take it, or we would lose. So whatever it was, it, it wasn't right for us. That's true, and maybe something else will grow from it. Right? You know, our, our identities are shaped by how we feel and what we decide and, and what we do. It's, it's not, it's not like you gave up you, any part of you. No. Try not to feel too badly about it. Never I thought much about time, though. I would just play in the woods. It's gonna I'm... make you a kick-ass gardener. I mean, true. Maybe I could actually grow some things faster. Yes. I imagine you will be able to. I mean, I oh. hope so, anyway. I just wonder if there's going to be a normal after this, though. Well, I should, I should hope so. What, what, what do you think you'll do after all this? Assuming we, you know, do. Well, honestly, I. Uh, how much time has passed? Um, not much. Like ten minutes. No, no, I mean, like, since this all started for us. Oh, um, well, time is wibbly-wobbly since you got to uh, Chiba's palace, but um, it's around a week, I think. Just That's it? Over. Yeah, I think it's only a little okay. over a week. Oh, um, my You've pretty Lord. much been going and going and going, um, and uh, most of the time you had one, you had, like, one evening in... Um, Dustvale, and you had like one evening, and then you went all the way through the thing. You had like one evening in Fame. Um, you did, I think, two nights in uh, Bologna, um, and then some travel in Dustvale, travel in here, travel in there. So I think it's about a week. I, I did, I was following it, but I'm not going to work it out right now. All right. It's really I, only about a week, though. You know, like a week ago, it feels like we haven't been doing this very long, but like I was sitting on my porch, thinking if Clex would ever ask me out, and hanging out with Alvin in the forest, that's as far as I got. Well, you know, sometimes, why didn't you ever ask him out? No, it's like when you grow up together and you're just getting that weird, like, tango of uh, who's yes. gonna make first move. Who's gonna make the first move, but l let me tell you what. You make the, make the move, Aura. What or, about- Or your opportunity might just pass by. What about with Toby? Nobody made a move. So then if we get out of this, we both make a move? I, I, all right, all right, Hora. I, I'll, I'll take that challenge, maybe. Oh, it's a yes or no. Cause I won't do it if you don't do it. Oh, fine, all right. I'll do it if you do it. I mean, okay. how hard can it be? You know, it's kind of hard. I've tried. It is kind of hard. I, I open my mind. I find myself speechless around around him sometimes. But 
Yes, I, I will do it if you do it. We get out of here, we're going to make a move. Okay. All right. Oh. Get some rest and, and don't feel too badly about that clover. We're, we're trying to save the world and, and I think we made the right choice. I think so too. It was wilting anyway, so it wasn't that strong to begin with. Yeah. Well, it doesn't always end up that way. We sometimes feel like we're wilting too, don't we? And look at us or, now. At least right now we're safe and kind of feels like home a little bit to me. Yeah. And uh, we're a little bit like plants too. They wilt a little bit. Just give them a little water and all's right. All you it's need very is just true. a little bit of change. When she says that, I nod in agreement and I look over at Bo. Bo, thank you for the water before, by the way. Oh, I, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, that sweet, it wasn't a wet sweet t-shirt kind of contest day, but <laughs> I'm muttering I, I, to myself, by the way. I hear Bo muttering and I can't <laughs> help but smile and just close my eyes and start to drift off. Sweet dreams, Zora. Me too. Um, you guys um, rest here in this tree for a while. There really isn't a lot going on. Um, the uh the the hammock and the tree doesn't seem to be moving much you do notice as you're laying there looking up if you don't sleep that the uh the branches are still moving but much slower they don't seem to be like tangling over each other constantly the blue light at the center of the tree is still there but it's very dim as if the tree is um sleeping you see it pulse almost like a a very slow heartbeat almost um the uh group here rests for about Mm, what feels probably only like maybe 20 minutes to half an hour um but each of you uh get the effects of a short rest um you can use hit die to get your um to get your uh your hp back up and your um abilities that come back on a short rest for example the portal gun um return to you um but after about 30 minutes, something happened. So you uh, will only get a short rest for, the, for now. Um, so you can do short rest stuff if you want to do it. Just hit dice, rolling your hit die. You should have a full bag of hit die to use. Do spells, any spells come back besides the... Ranger spell casting. Um, I think we're fucked. Yeah, you regain all spells on a long rest. I think the only one that gets spells on a short rest is the Warlock. Okay. Um, did anybody uh, take damage from the fight with the Brayer children? I did. No, but I'm afraid I blew my load. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I, sorry, I would like to cast um, Song of Rest along with Nourishment. Oh, yes. So... Song of Rest, first of all, means that you um, you get... What do you get? An extra D6? Yeah, so anyone who rolled a hit dice there, you can roll another D6. Yep. Um, for so each you one. you can replenish an HP. Nourishment is an elementalist spell. When not in combat and near a source of natural water, all of your healing spells heal twice as much and at their maximum value. Um, so it's not a... Um, so, uh, hit dice and song of rest aren't really healing spells. That's cure oh, really? wounds. Yeah, that's cure wounds and healing word. Oh. Um, so if you end up curing, for example, if you were to use cure wounds now, 
Okay, and then use nourishment with it. Okay. Yeah. You, right. you you can you know. It, it, uh, you can heal outside of combat and stuff. That's very badass, actually. I know we don't get to use it right now, but that's very yeah. cool. Yeah, I, will, I will do that for the next time. You'll live in mine. There right. is, um, there is a, uh, yeah, about 30 minutes pass, um, when, um, who's, who's dozing or who's sleeping or anything here? What is, uh, who's doing what in their hammocks in the top of this, in the top of this tree? Oh, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm just, I guess, looking at the, the leaves moving and the, the branches moving. Just relaxing. Yeah, I'd say Ellie's doing the same. Yeah. Just like, eyes open, looking around. All right, you two give me perception checks. Sixteen and nine. Um... Well, you only need a five because you hear a sound um, that's that's at first you maybe don't notice, but because you're so relaxed and you're so used to just hearing the sounds of nature around you, you suddenly hear uh, a, a distant noise. And I will try and replicate what you hear now. You hear something like, and then something hits the water really hard. There is a splash of water as Sean DeCole, the enormous bird-like goose creature, attempts to land and fails miserably. Hits the water. Sm- like, you are now woken up. Those of you that are woken up, there is a uh, like a tidal wave of water that runs up the side of this tree and catches all of you in the, uh, in the, in the uh, things. The... Uh, the the hammocks remain the same. The tree appears to remain asleep, but Sean to call this very large, and I'm gonna say goose now, um, because it's funnier. <laughs> it's a giant celestial goose with a with a pulsing red chest. Um, lands in the water. You see these huge wings. He doesn't have arms. He just has wings like a wyvern and these big legs um, stumbling through the water, kicking up more of it, that green algae going everywhere, splashing everything around you. As he stumbles forward, he kind of just falls over at the base of the tree and then attempts to stand up and looks up to where you are. And he's very, very large and his huge... um, neck long neck like a giraffe or like the like the brachiosaurus in jurassic park looks up towards where you guys are in the hammock and this enormous beak and these giant eyes wide looking at you he says what top of the morning to you i uh don't do too much landing more about flying you know um right hop on then let's go are you okay I'm fine. I landed in the water. Does he look okay? He looks fine, yeah. He's covered in water and, and algae. But so are you four now, so... Oh, oh, great. I just start picking off the algae off my, my shawl. Come on, come and on, I'm, I'm, I'm late. I'm I'm right, right, right. Uh, do we just jump off? I, I guess. And I, I'll go first. And then I'll I'll kind of pull myself out and try to jump down to him and as I'm falling I, I have this like deja vu moment moment when he says top of the morning and like try to land on <laughs> back <laughs> yeah um, give me a acrobatics check 
please don't down roll and wait. a one. Don't I was going to say, like, I, guess, <laughs> I have, like, a horn get stuck at him. Um, how how far away was he, or how far down was he from us? Should I ask that first before I jump? <laughs> um, his neck is, like, 20 feet long, but you can kind of, like, slide down it. Okay. If you want to try and do that. On a 23, you do whatever the hell you want. I land on his on his neck very gracefully and not in a spot that would hurt him and, and just kind of shadow of the Colossus crawl down to his back. Yeah. Maybe just jumped out. I'll call up to the rest of them. All right. I'll just I'll just jump down. I'm shaking my head. I'm petrified. <laughs> it's it's the, it's a giant motherfucking goose. <laughs> Give me an acrobatic I, check I am, soon. Then. I am moving. 15, you can pretty 15. much do whatever you want to a degree as well. Not quite as flashy if you don't. Oh, I'm I'm an old woman. I just jump off. Nothing too exciting. But I, I, I'm probably chuckling or giggling as I fall down. It's big. The, the, his his <laughs> feathers are huge. They, they don't seem like little feathers that you can pull out. They feel like giant palm leaves or something that you can use to kind of climb, climb down the back of his neck. He doesn't seem to even be affected at all at you climbing down. Um... Oh, stay still. What are you doing, Ellie? Uh, I probably walk up to Bo and I'm like, you know, you have to leave, right? You can't make me do it. You should. Oh, come on. We'll do it at the same time. <laughs> you want me to do a countdown? Usually it's easier if someone does a countdown, you know? Mm. On three? I'm, I'm looking go. down and I'm, I'm just like, okay. And I start grabbing onto, onto uh, Ellie for dear life. Okay, but you can't grab me. What if like, I land on you or you land on me? We can hold, want to hold hands? You want to hold my hand? I, 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 re I extend my hand up to her and she can probably already see that it's extremely clammy and moisty. Sure, <laughs> take this hand. I don't really say anything about it. I make a note. Uh, okay, on three. Okay. Three, two, one, go. You said on three! Nope, and <laughs> I push him. <laughs> All right, yeah, give me a deck save. Um, oh god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do. You're successful, but what do you do? What does it look like? I, I I'm fumbling as I'm falling, and I somehow managed to to grab him. Uh, well, some of the I guess feathers, and I'm just trying to climb up, but I'm doing it very hesitantly. Yeah. What and I'm it, just uh, clinging on to my dear life. What does uh, Ellie do? I say after he after he lands, I wait. Is he? He didn't fall, did he? Did he? No. Well, he fell in the sense that you pushed him, but he was he was fine. He grabbed on and climbed. Okay, I would just jump after him. All right, give me an acrobatics check. Fourteen. Same thing. You just what leap off anime style. I think as he does that, he kind of like doesn't let go, and it yanks Ellie down after. Him. <laughs> Um, yeah, and as soon as you're on, there is uh, another kind of tremendous beat of the wings on this thing as suddenly you are lifted up, all of you gripping on for dear life as as, uh, as Sean DeCole beats his wings. Um, there's another rush of water from the spring nearby that lifts with the, uh, with the wind as Sean DeCole suddenly takes flight. One huge, um, tremendous liftoff and flies up into the sky um the four of you ha ha holding on you feel this this huge form lift up into the sky and um as you guys disappear there is a pulse from the tree as um as 
Lathander wakes up and says, Now it's time to party! Oh, oh, well, summer waits for no one. And Shondacall takes flight. You find yourselves once again flying through the air. The uh, four of you holding on to the the, the parts of, uh, of Shondacall that you're holding on to as the... Um, as the goose thing, the giant, humongous, enormous behemoth of a goose flies um, through the air. The um, enormous form of, uh, of um, uh, Shondokal turns his head towards um, wherever you are or are on, on, the, on the back of his body and says, um, Well, well. So where, 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 what, what did you, did you, what, what, why did you go there? Oh, where? Go, go to the tree? Uh, oh, I, uh, the tree. Uh, well, you dropped us off there and we had to protect it from a bunch of Briar's children and then we, um, slept in hammocks in the tree. What the heck's a, that's a Briar's children. They're like weeds. They're these awful little clicky wood things that are made of twigs and they're a nuisance. Everyone give me a strength saving throw as it he shivers with all of you on his back. Oh. Oh god. Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen. Nine. And okay, I'm, I'm going to use my thunderous presence. <laughs> okay, yeah, otherwise I'm getting Presence to give yourself advantage. An 18, yeah. Uh, three of, th- he shivers and three of you hold on. Um, Bo just straight up lets go. And he's gone. Off the back of this thing. Can um, I try to grab for him? You're moving so fast. He's oh, no. He just... Oh, he shakes. And Bo disappears off the back of this thing. And is suddenly gone. What? Well, that sounds terrible. We just, uh, but Bo just fell. Can you go fly down Bo? and try to catch him? And what the heck is a bow? Bo? It's the guy with the beard. The, the little guy with the beard. That's a beard. That's the, the, the guy with all the white on him. Our friend off of your back. Boy with all the white on him, eh? All right, we'll go back and get him. That's going to make us even later than I already am. There's an, a we... shift again as this huge thing turns around. Everyone give me another set of strength saves. Oh, is probably screaming. Why can't you? I don't think so because I'm not there. Uh, no, no, no! You're just flying. You're falling without style. You're really high up, though. It's like being ejected from a plane. Uh, five, twenty-one, seventeen. Of five, by the way, is what you need to do. Um, to is the DC. It's really not hard to stay held on because it's just a reactionary thing. Uh, but Ellie, you like your body lifts up off of this thing um, as it banks and turns around. Um, Bo, what are you doing? You're falling through the air as you let go of this thing. You suddenly, you're flying through the air. You see them all vanish. This thing just again, it's like they're on a plane and you're um, left behind. You suddenly start falling towards the ground. There is no ground below you. You can just see clouds, oh but the wind starts rushing past your uh, past your ears as you're falling, your beard flowing up in front of your face. You do uh, anything? I, I, 
I'm probably just, I'm falling like I'm skydiving, but I'm not enjoying it. I'm just, I'm just screaming like a wuss. Uh, I just continue to scream. You're tumbling over and over and over again. And during one of those tumbles, there's one of those moments where you turn, 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 and then, and then everything slow-mos as you turn over. And there's a set of, uh, just a beak opening up in front of you. A giant goose beak. And then, oh, it eats you. Um, you are grabbed by Sean DeCole. The beak easily, his head is much bigger than you are. Oh, grabs you in, in the beak. The Sean DeCole, from your three's perspective, turns around, flies quickly downwards. You see Bo, and then, Bo is eaten. By Sean DeCole. Uh, d- 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 I'm sorry. Did you just? Did they, I'm, I'm I'm like poking him with my walking stick. Excuse me. Did you just? I'm pretty small. If I just be in his mouth, maybe it'll be my bow. Oh, you're gonna make him wiggle again if you keep doing that. I really, what about Bo? He just ate Bo. He probably just uh, got him in his. You know, like uh, what is uh, you know, those animals that keep like stuff. a pe- like a pelican. Ex- yeah. Excuse me, Bo. Oh, you're like inside of this thing's mouth. There's nothing it's more than just like a, a beak and a big tongue. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, there, there's like there's there's a strange smell coming from up. Uh, this thing's kind of like there's a there's a tunnel behind you basically, um, and uh, there's a just you're sitting on a giant tongue inside of this beak. Every now and then, you can kind of make out the voices of the others on the outside, and there's a very loud like as the thing oh, is God. speaking, but with its mouth not open. What are you doing in there? Um, I'm holding onto his tongue for my dear life because I, I this is the only thing I can feel in there. You guys uh, remain. Uh, this is how this goes for maybe 15 minutes. Shondacall <laughs> is unable to speak, doesn't seem to want to open his beak, um, and continues to fly at a pretty high speed. The three of you sitting and holding on to the top of this thing. The wind blowing at you, you're forced to hold on quite tightly the entire way. Um, you three do anything. Bo is holding on to a tongue, otherwise he's going to get swallowed. Um, I'm, I'm holding on. Can I try Chanticle? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to climb up your neck and help get Bo out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um um uh is there anything here? Turn your head to the left if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Can't you just turn your head all the way back and just let him out here, where we are? I can't understand a thing he's saying. Maybe we should just wait till we get to summer or wherever. Uh, can I... You Okay. Can I understand him? <laughs> uh, uh, why? You can understand Mumble? <laughs> but I don't know if like I can channel him because I have my new favorite at enemy of celestial can i somehow communicate with him telepathically <laughs> i don't think so not that strong uh your really this only gives you bonuses to um uh favorite enemy get, means that you have you can you can track them you can recall information about them with advantage um i think um you can uh you now speak celestial um mm-hmm. but he's not speaking celestial he seems to be speaking common um 
I didn't and know if they could telecommunicate. That's about it, really. Okay. It's it's not you don't really get any um uh you know like <laughs> arcane abilities necessarily. I, I think it's fine. We just have to wait till we land, and then I think he'll just spit him out. All right. Well, I I hope so. Listen here. If 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 you, if 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 Bo is single, harm his hair on it. Just I will be very upset. I'm going to assume that that means that he's in there and all right, and you can all right. Okay. All right. I can hear my faint screams from inside his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a muffled sound that sounds like it's coming from in the beak of uh, of Shondacol that, that maybe is Bo screaming. Oh, oh, well, I think that's Bo. I, th- I think I, I hear him. Oh, that's a relief. I think but we just have to wait. Not screaming, but all, all, all right. Um, <sighs> 15 minutes go by. You uh holding on to this thing um, when uh, you once again feel Shondacol begin to... um. Uh, descend. There is uh, there is the sense of uh, uh, shift in terrain underneath you. As you look down, there's no longer the swamp that you first saw, nor the forest that you lifted up from. The ocean um, is now everywhere. Um, you see nothing but an expanse of sea and water. Um, as the as the giant celestial goose descends through the clouds. Um, in the distance, you do see now. Um, what looks like maybe an island um, is what it looks like, but a big one. Um, it's kind of hard to make out, um, but it doesn't look like it's an endless expanse of land. Um, there's a huge um, beach that gives way to a few fields and then a forest. And at the center of the island, you can see a huge kind of snowy mountain. Um, the, uh, the, the giant goose, Sean de Cole, uh, descends downwards and says, we, we can't understand you. You have our friend in your mouth. The uh, beach comes closer and you see now it, it stretches out very far. Jonicle slows all the way down and says, and then opens his mouth. Oh, give me a... Uh, Dexterity saving throw, I guess. <laughs> wow, seventeen. So what kind of a um, you know, like when when uh, divers jump off the top board into the water? Yes. How do you do this, but from the mouth of Shondacol? Oh God! Into um... the ocean. <laughs> Well, I kind of do like a tumble um, on his tongue, and then as I get to the uh, the tip and start falling, I I'm like, uh, I, I I I'm just in panic mode. I'm just like <laughs> I'm, I'm karate chopping the air and 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 just. I mean, you fucking... dive into the water safely, so whatever that okay. looks like, there's no. I, I... There's no horrible landing, but you are ejected from this thing. You spin through the air at the very last moment. Do you dive? Do you do like this? You you see the water coming up. At the very last moment, I decide to do a swan dive. Yeah. You hit the water uh, underneath. Sean calls. he's moving pretty slowly. It's not like he ejects you from like 30,000 feet and you land. You're pretty close to it. It's a relatively soft landing into the water. You hit the water, but you are 
unbelievably at home the moment you hit that water. You can literally have the water stop around you, cushion your fall. You can bring it up to you. You can you can part it. You can have it create a watery armchair that lifts you safely onto the uh, the beach if you want. You have full wow. command over water here, um, and you can kind of uh, you can use that to your advantage. But as we see, Bo hit the water at the last moment. A swan dive maybe begins to swim very naturally through the water, or or pull himself through the water in some way. The three of you. Um, Sean DeCole says, ugh, ugh, I d- tastes like, uh, I don't know what he tastes like, but I don't like it. Um, I, uh, I'm not gonna see you for a while, alright? I'll see you at the top of that mountain, okay? Right. Turns sideways and says, eh, uh, jump! Right, oh, okay. Uh, and I, listen, I'm, I'm sorry about before. Um, with the yelling and that, I was just worried about my friend up the creek. Thank you, bye. It's okay, I'm vegan. Oh, he's safe. And I'll just tumble off. All right, I'll jump off and see you later. All four of you can jump off, and um, you uh, you guys feel the the sense of um, of Sean DeCole. He flies up again. He flies up and away, um, but in the direction that you were coming from. He doesn't turn around or anything like that. You just um, you just uh, see him disappear into the distance again. The area here, you're now on a huge beach, basically. There is the ocean behind you, which Bo is coming out of, and he probably looks in his head like that Daniel Craig, James Bond moment where he comes out of the sea um, and looks fantastic. But oh, yes. He looks like that in his head. But I'm coming out of the water like Baywatch. Maybe. Yeah, he's doing, a, he's doing a Baywatch run out of the water. And you guys look around, you see... Um, First thing I think that maybe you notice, um, specifically the three of you that weren't in the ocean just a second ago, is that it's um, much warmer here. The sun is shining. There's nothing but but clean sand around you. There's um, a blue ocean uh, pretty much as far as the eye can see ahead of you. There is um, about... uh, Well, the, the beach runs in a very long... Uh, in a it's a huge beach, long distance, and runs for maybe a mile behind you. A very long beach. Wow! So a the huge amount of sand. At first, it might feel like you are back in Dustvale. It might feel like you're it in a does. desert. But but yes. the sensation you get is more of a beach. There is um, there is uh, a, it's a huge stretch of beach basically. There is beyond that beach. You can see, and you saw it from the sky, that it that it um, gives way eventually to these kind of fields. And it was a strange-looking set of fields, wild and overgrown, um, but not like a forest necessarily, because it does give way to a forest that you can see from here. Again, you can you can see just at the edge of your vision this the the fields that break into a, a large what looks like forest land. And then beyond that, there's that snowy mountaintop in the very far distance at the very edges of your vision. It looks pretty far away, a few miles away at least. Um, you look around, there's a, a crab that scuttles across the sands in front of you. Um, it stops underneath um, a palm tree where you're stood. Um, there's a single lone palm tree directly ahead of you. Um, it holds a claw up towards where you are, almost like a greeting, you think, at first. And then it scuttles off. 
um, and starts heading towards the water a little ways towards where Bo is coming up towards you. Um, and that is where we're going to end today's session. Oh. Welcome to summer. Woohoo. Each episode. It's so good. Did everyone bring their swimsuits? <laughs> <laughs> I was very tempted to be like, Bo, for some reason, magically is in like a set of shorts and all the That's lady anime characters are, yeah, like just magically. Fursuits gone, everyone's like, in like micro bikinis because it, it, this for some reason has become Bo's beach. Maybe if, <clears throat> if, if these were Bo's gods, that would have been the case. But unfortunately <clears throat> for Bo, um, you guys are just in whatever clothes you were wearing. Um, there we go. You did spring. Congratulations. That it was now time for summer. That was wonderful. It was very scary at, at times, too. I thought they were going to get the... I thought when the, the thing went down to one HP, I was like, this is it. It's over. It was close, yeah. It was close. I'm traumatized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lose condition is not fun. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, you're still in. Still in. Um, all right, let's do a quick round of shout outs. And yeah. then next week we will continue and you can see what fun there is at the beach to be had. Um, let's start with the, uh, the. Don't know how to not say a spoiler. Katie Pierce place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the champion of spring. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Katie Peters Place. I played Aura for you today. I don't really know what to say about myself. I mean, now I'm curious about what the spoiler would have been. Um, to find out next week, maybe? I do it all the Here. time. It's really hard to GM sometimes when you're like, because I've known all this stuff for the whole time. Sometimes I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, that's just the end, Brad. Shut up. You know, <laughs> like, oh, God, why would I? <laughs> It's really weird because it's just natural to me. Like, I know it mm -hmm. all. It's a really weird thing. Anyway, Karen, It was like so. a teaser. It was like a, oh, whoops, kind of thing. It, it so, is weird. Um, like, it's, it happens yeah. a lot. And my brain, by the end of these sessions, is like sponge. And I'm like, rah, rah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I won't say. Okay. Uh, well, I'm curious. So, I guess I'll show up next Sunday to try to find out. And, um, yeah, come hang out on my channel's Katie Peters Plays on Twitch. And uh, talk to me on Twitter at Play Katie Play. And I hope you're all having a great day. Hey. Kind of rhymed. You did. Um, all right. What about Daniel Craig? Um, Bo, 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 in the, being played by Daniel Craig in the, uh, in the Christopher Nolan version of this episode. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dispiarix, and I played Bo Bobo for you today. And you can find me here at Twitch at the same handle, Dispiarix. And I play a lot of uh, scary games, and I do roleplay on other games, like uh, currently Red Dead Redemption 2, which has been a lot of fun. And yeah, uh, so if you like those sort of things, come hang out. And thank you, everybody, for all the fun today. It was a great episode, as always. I've just remembered. It's not summer next week. Oh. It's not summer next week. Because Pocket's not here next week. It's the 20... I couldn't remember the date. Next week is something else. <laughs> All right. So, find out oh. what that is. And go and question Pocket on where she's going next Sunday. She won't tell me. Which means it's 
Gotta be something I'm real special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going out of town, but uh, I won't be able to make it to a computer in time. Yeah, so. yeah it's all good. Just I remember then I was like promising everyone that we're gonna play summer next week, but we're not gonna play in summer because I want all four of you to be present for the every main episode of this. So I'm gonna do a little something else. And I don't know what it is, so I'm not making any promises. So I'm just gonna say, where can people find you in the week, Pocket? To question you on why you're going out of town. Uh, they can find me on twitch.tv slash pocket. I'm back to playing games now that I got most of my house preparation done. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Terraria. So oh. I, I did, haven't, it's the first game I ever streamed nine years ago. And I just never picked it up since then. And I was like, I feel like playing something I can get addicted to. Yeah. So I, I picked this one up. Is it different? So, <clears throat> it's it's a lot different than when uh, it first came out, so. I've, I've played it twice and I've done the same three hours twice, you know what I mean? Like I did the same thing where I dug down and found like something and then went wow and then just never picked it back up. It's like you keep like digging down and, and you keep finding more and more like unique areas. Plus, I don't know, I just like things where you can go build and explore and whatnot. Yeah. So I really like Minecraft. those. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Head on over to Pocket's channel and um, just endlessly question her on where she's going next week. Um, you don't have to answer Pocket, but that's what I'm going to send them over to do. Um, PB, where are you going next week? Um, hello. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here. But um, I am Pumpkinberry and I played Suna for you today. I just wanted to shout out to Speth who gave us a very huge raid and say hello to all the new folks there in the chat. Um, thanks for coming in. Sorry it was kind of towards the tail end there, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can see Speth on 38? Wednesday when Pumpkinberry yeah. streams Nocturne 2. No, gone. Stop it. He does okay, so he does this every week on Wednesdays on Gone. Before I go live, he goes into the table story channel and changes the title to some random Nocturne 2, you yeah, know, the Nocturne 2, the, the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I First have to block. remember to go in and change it because if I don't, we're going live. And he got me once. He got me once. Every single episode he does this. Anyway, thank you for coming in. You can catch um, more Dying Order. If you liked what you saw, there's like 38 episodes, right? This was 38. I think 37 this is. 37? Well, there's a bunch more, so you can go to tablestory.tv slash dying order if you want to check out more. This was 38. All right, Piranha Plant, Jesus. I'm so, he literally knows more than me, and I'm <laughs> not kidding. Um, he genuinely knows that. more about my own lore than I do because <laughs> my mind um, doesn't remember anything, and I've been running this setting for a long time. Um, <laughs> all right, so next week, I have... I have three ideas in my head. I'm going to decide what we're going to do next week. There will be an episode. Norm like, this is why we created the B-team side questing stuff, but we can't go back to the B-team. We'll think of something cool. So something's going to happen. I don't know what it will be. I have three ideas, and I'm going to sit and decide uh, this week on what we'll do. So it will be another one of the kind of like, um, like flashback or flash sideways or alternate kind of mini one-shot stories that we'll run. Um, because I want to make sure that Pocket is here for the beach episode, because I want to see what happens to a vampire at the beach. Um, it's the most, it's the name of the episode, regardless of what happens, vampire at the beach. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, in two weeks, we'll carry on with the main thing. Next week, we'll do a little one-shot mess around thing. Perfect for all you newcomers to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's a good point, actually. There you go. Uh, it'll be some it's sort of oh. side quest. Yeah. Did you want to tell them about the, like, facade and the other shows that we have? Go on, then. Oh, okay. I'll let you do uh, it. You're really good at it. Don't compliment me. It's weird. You're a good okay. presenter, and I'm the worst. So speaking of presentation, if if fantasy isn't your thing, we also have a horror show, Facade, on Fridays, which you can check out. That just started. I think it's only like five or six episodes in. At least it feels like it. It's, it's brand new. Um, we also have a Harry Potter show on Tuesdays. And then, we, of course, we you're probably familiar with Gone on Wednesdays, which is what Spath said. It's the, our, our sci-fi surreal thriller. Yes. Am I missing one? Oh, A State of Affairs ends of affairs the finale. Is, yeah. It's so good. It's such a good show. It's so good. You should just go watch that one anyway. It's like a, it's Jane Austen, lots of drama, lots of scandal. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. All right. Yeah, that's well, it. Well, thanks for watching. Make sure you go and yeah. follow all of these people. And mm -hmm. uh, thanks for following the channel and watching our stuff. And yeah, thank we you. will continue with uh, with the beach anime episode. <laughs> um, I was real tempted to just go really silly and do a beach anime episode like they always do in anime, right? But And then I'm like, yeah. actually, no, I hate those episodes like most <laughs> of the time. Like it, it just seems like a funny trope. But then I'm like, but get back to the whatever's happening. So we'll see. Um, and uh, thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye.